Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Oh my gosh, we've been doing this for such a long time now, but I still get so excited every episode. That's nice. I That's know. good. That's um, what you want. Yeah, maybe it's just because I know Julie isn't here today. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Julie and I have an ongoing thing, but we have replaced Julie with our good friend, Patrick. Welcome, Patrick. I, I will be Julie for today. Um, <laughs> I don't expect to do a good job, but I'm here. Have well you done. listened to the musical? Yes. You win. Yay. But, but I've done a terrible job of being Julie. Um, well, we'll get true. to that in a yeah, minute. No, we need to um, work on that for next time. I will be playing the role of myself, Miranda Selwood, and Zane. I'll be playing Zane. Typecast. Well done. Yeah. Typecast. Well done. I always end up playing myself always anyway. always end up playing Zane. Who's yes, going to be playing the role of our super special guest this week? Oh, Stacey Hobbs. Hello, Stacey. Oh my God. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. I've been here this whole time. I'm shocked. <laughs> we finally secured the Stacey Hobbs for the podcast. Correct. The Stacey Hobbs. Not like that other impersonator that I hear is getting around Brisbane and yeah, I hear she's that, everywhere. Yeah. That Julie Eisenfiger, she's doing weird things, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she's got that red wig out, popping up, trying to direct theatre companies. I'm coming after it's you, Julie. Awkward. I know what you're oh doing. Oh, gosh, it's starting <laughs> to get really weird. Uh, well, um, for those who don't know Miss Stacey Hobbs, we're going to do the Getting to Know You segment. Are you ready for the question? I am. I'm ready okay. and is, prepared. Is everyone, does anyone need to stretch? No, no. I'm pre-stretched. Cool. Let's get right into it. Stacey Hobbs, which musical character would other people compare you to? Well, I've asked actual real live people <gasps> this question. Oh my gosh, you I know. Oh. I prepared. I prepared. Best Mainly. Guess ever. I can't. I <laughs> shouldn't Excuse say that. You're no, a host now. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a visitor. I shouldn't say that. We've had lots of good guests, but well done preparing. Uh, thank you. Thank I'm willing you. to make the call. I'll say best guest ever. <laughs> I've listened to this podcast. I know how these things go. <laughs> and when it gets, I'm like, come on, guys. Um, but the, the answers I I got was uh, Belle from Beauty and the Beast meets Joe from Little Women and then I'm chucking in um, Carrie from Carousel and um, a little bit of Fiona from from, um, Shrek the Musical which of course we are. So if you were to pick one of those four. (laughs) One, only one. Mm, I think I would probably go Belle Belle. um, because she's always been my favourite Disney princess Mm. even when I was little and I think that's because she's got a bit of spunk to her but she's still lovely 
but like she's not going to take any crap I get from the anyone. Joe vibes yeah. as well though. I can yeah. see why people would say Joe. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Yeah, but it just I'm I felt it needed a little bit of nutty mm. dits because <laughs> that's a very big part <laughs> you're of my being. Saying, yeah, right? a little you're, bit you're slightly. You're self-realised. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're honest with yourself. <laughs> she's got good insight. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, so which which musical character, one of those perhaps, would you like people to compare you to? What are, what are I, we aspiring to? I think um, I would like most of all to be compared to Eliza Doolittle actually from oh, My Fair Lady. Yeah, because I think Pre she... Pre or post-transformation? No, at any stage because oh. I think she um, knows who she is and she knows what she wants and I think the most awesome thing about that musical is that she decided to change her life you know um Higgins just made this offside comment about oh if you change your accent you could change your life and she's like oh I want that for myself and she was so ambitious and she she went there and she did that on her own like not to prove to anyone or not for a man like she did that for her and I just think that's really cool and I would like yeah that's what I would like you know um and I think she's just such a good person too she was kind and she was a bit she, she told people where to go as well but she <laughs> but she I don't know I just think she's such an awesome person and I would love to have people say about me that you know I just went out there and lived my life in um in that yeah. you have a beautiful British accent yes, yes. lovely and lovely you, <laughs> you tell all those ridiculous men where exactly where to go <laughs> <laughs> by Overruling them by visiting their mothers. Yes, exactly. That's your go-to Which move, is right? the best. It's a strong move. <laughs> Such a strong move. <laughs> Such move. a good move. Bold. Oh, that whole. I will say that's place. my favorite ending to a musical. Oh. I think is what she does there. So it's good. Great. It's such a fun scene. And the play. way Mrs. Higgins really, yeah. just <laughs> latches on is like, yep, you deserve it, buddy. <laughs> you deserve it. You're in. Anyway, what's your dream role, Stacey? Dream role. I have a few, but the first one that comes to mind is um, Galinda from Wicked. With a gar. With a gar. Galinda. With a gar. Um, so you'll just, you'll be alternate up until interval and then just, you know, <laughs> someone else will be the second <laughs> half of the show. I'll be playing Galinda. As soon as it gets into Galinda, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't want I'm that. Done. Gone. Not about um, the second half. Yeah, I think she's... Such a complicated character as well and a big sing. Like I know everyone's like, oh, Elfie, but it's a big sing. Yeah. She sings every style pretty much and like perfection. And if anyone who saw Susie Mathers in the recent Australia tour who was actual perfection, like she was ama- – she's who I want to be when I grow up. She was amazing and I think it's such a – if it's done well, it's such a good role. Oh, I think it's much better yeah. than Elphaba's as a role. It's got that yeah. wonderful tragedy to it where – you know, that moment where she decides to stay and try yeah. and remain an icon for the people even though she knows it's never going to be what she wants it to be. Such a That's growth beautiful. in the character. Yeah, It's the only part of, like, I'm, I'm a bit harsh on Wicked. <laughs> um, Have you done, and by a bit harsh. A musical theatre person well, who's I'm, harsh on Wicked. I don't think they exist. You must be the only person. <laughs> but the only one. she is the saving grace of that show for me, mm. of a show that I have a lot of criti- criticisms for. Love Glinda. Yeah, she's great. Well, we'll spend a lot of time delving into Galinda in our Wicked episode, I'm sure. Has it already been done? No. You haven't done a Wicked episode? I know. Not yet. Get me on, I'll have a tantrum. (laughs) (laughs) How very Glinda of you. It'll be longer than the Sunday in the Park with George episode. It'll be longer than Into the Woods episode. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a three-hour tantrum for Patreons only. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Speaking of long shows, what's your favourite Sondheim, Stacey? Sondheim. I did have a think about this one. I I think it's a tie 
between um, company and Sweeney Todd. I did name my dog Sweeney Todd, so that's going to, you know... Uh, that that gives it a few extra points. Mm, yeah. It choices, does. It choices, does. Yeah. Although he is an actual demon. Okay. So, well, I, that was my uh, next question. Like, <laughs> did the dog inspire? I really the name? regret. No, I named him first, and then I'm like, I really regret calling you this because he's just. Oh, you cursed him. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> but he's not a demon. He lives up to his name. He's a demon. Barker. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. His same. full title is, is is yes, Sweeney Todd, the demon Barker of. And we won't Wait, give away your personal address. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I was going to say my street, and I'm like, mm, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just no. gonna leave that. Julie so. is listening. Keep the we don't want her getting any more info on you. She's um, got enough. The stalkers already know this, but mm. for the rest of us, what's your go-to shower song? My go-to shower song um, is "They Just Keep Moving the Line" from mm. Smash. The music, you know, smash the show. Oh, Patrick is just like losing his mind. <laughs> very, very <laughs> really quietly. quietly. Sorry, very quietly. it's great radio. Oh. I don't know Smash very well, but someone once made me listen to that song oh, out of context, it's great. and I was very impressed. Yeah. So the fact that you named a song from Smash, I was like, oh. <laughs> and then you said that song, I was like, oh, I know that yes. song. Yes, and Megan no, Hillary kills it. It's such a good song, and it's just such a good. Um, uh, I think when you live and work and breathe theatre and you're just like, yeah, and you get to a point and then I was talking about before you can be a lead and then the next time you can't get anything in a show and you're like, oh, like <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was kind of getting there and maybe I'm not and it's just one of those. Um, Is that Megan Hilty? Yeah, Megan yeah. Hilty. Who, She's all right. She's the only yeah. Marilyn Monroe we will mention. For Correct. Correct. <laughs> Team Ivy. That's right. Team that, Ivy. Okay. Yeah. I don't. This is. Yeah. I, no, I you got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's very political, that show. <laughs> oh, okay. Just the first season. Okay. You, you don't have to watch any more than that, but you should watch the first season. The second Look, season has some good songs. It does. Yeah. Okay. It does. Oh, good, good. It the does. First, the first season. It also has one. the other show that shall not be mentioned. In yeah. We should do a Smash episode. That'd be fun for our patrons. Maybe. Yes. Well, when yes. they do the the show within a show show. Yeah. When they do. Well, it has been staged twice. Just I concert. Think. Yes, just yeah. concert. Yeah. They Wait, have the a television done. show has been staged. No. Well, the show within I'll the just show. I'll watch it, Patrick, yeah. and then it will make sense. The television show is about them putting on a Broadway show, oh, yeah. and they staged a concert version of, of that, that show. show. On mm. Broadway for charity. Oh, uh, goodness, last goodness year me. That sounds before. like a bit too much. I think shut I think it, it down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is too far. Too it's far. Too far. Patrick's never I don't, seen it, but no. he's done with it. Uh, last question. Yes. Last one. Here we yes. go. Here we go. I'm ready. Here we go now. <laughs> <laughs> you have to delete one show from existence. Now, this is usually the point when I'm listening to the podcast that I scream cats as loud as I can. <laughs> but I am well aware, as I am a listener, that that has well and truly been wiped from and the musical gone. theatre world, as it should be. You so can spit on its corpse. <laughs> consider, that on consider that done. Consider that done. Cats alone. So, so I thought I should pick on a different show, um, and I have decided that fame needs to go. Yeah, needs to die. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think that's that's too down for fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I couldn't remember if it'd been done or not, but I did it once, and I I was a, a ring in, and I and I had nothing, no idea about what the show was or anything. I'm like, whatever, just rock up, and I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. This is terrible. The book that's is a, terrible. My problem with fame is, is it just uh, doesn't seem to like go anywhere. No, it's, it just is kind of like here's some characters and they're singing. Yeah. It's the original Rent, guys. Yeah, um, just with a worse book and a worse. <laughs> it's just. The sad prequel to Red. And I think there's so many, so many shows about struggling actors and struggling, and I I get it because 
that's important to us. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't but, give a damn. but <laughs> if you're going to do that, you have to do it well because it's just done. Just it feels killed. like fan fiction. Yeah. It feels like yes. maybe like a year nine English writing project. Yes. And it's yes. like, and then she was addicted to drugs. <laughs> oh. and, ever, and oh no, this is an idea that's never been explored before. Yes, it's, exactly. Except for all the other times it was. Like, and yeah, it was done really it was well. So I think when it comes it. down to it, it worked better in the medium of film. Mm. I haven't seen the movie. And I've oh well, don't don't watch the remake. I've only seen the <laughs> oh, really? okay. where they removed the parts that worked well. <laughs> strong choice, strong and wrong, but yeah. strong, and we like strong choices in theatre. <laughs> the best part about that movie, the remake of Fame, was right at the end while the credits were rolling. They had all of the the teens were dancing <laughs> on the stage while the credits roll over it, and right in the corner. Wait, wait, just just for context, how long are the credits? How long are we watching? <laughs> I don't know. It's the best part of the film. Oh god! <laughs> because because right in the corner is one girl who who just leaps onto the stage mm-hmm. and does like a star jump, love it, and then just like moves her hands in a. <laughs> In a so star I, motion. I'm going to do an audiobook description of what Miranda's <laughs> of doing. What I'm doing. If you can imagine sort of like a very jazzy a hands out clock. to the side and then rising up above your head, but yeah, if but a robot was doing it. <laughs> so you've only got so many angles of motion. Yeah, that's what she did and it wow. was hilarious and it was beautiful. It was artistic. It was committed. And now it's the only part of the movie that's gone. That's gone. It's deleted. Deleted. Bye. Stacey deleted it. Are there any other shows that have, I mean, apart from Cats, that have received, you know, the... Multiple the sort deletion. of confirmation shot. You shoot them down and then you just Phantoms pop them Phantoms come up a couple Phantoms times. Phantoms come up a couple of times. Um, like Lloyd Webber in general mm. has been a popular target. Has anyone taken out Joseph in the amazing Technicolor mess? No, and you don't <laughs> get to do it I know, I don't get to do it anymore. It Not was on my own. Yeah. No. I'll have to bribe someone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on because I hear we've got a little Broadway news to talk about. Ah. Uh, do we? Oh, I'm excited. Do we? Oh, I'm very excited. Oh, good. We've got some Broadway news. Um, let's ring it in. Let's play the Broadway news sound effect. Thank you, Zane. Broadway news time with Patrick Aiken. I brought some Broadway news. I hear. And I'm furious about it. Oh, no. I'm less furious about it. So we'll, furious. we'll get both sides. Equal right. representation. Last time I was quite angry with my Broadway news. I'm not so angry, but it's just... So this week, Frozen the Musical opened on Broadway. I'm sure it will make a lot of money. Yes, it will. <laughs> and I'm it was, sure it already has. Was That's written, all I'm willing to say. The movie was written to be transferred yeah. to stage mm. and take on the, the wicked world. mantle. And it was, is it Robert Lopez who did Avenue Q? He was one of the writers on it, wasn't Correct. it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was the, that husband-wife team. Oh, he wrote it yeah. with his wife? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. probably actually his wife probably wrote it with him. Let's not be gender normal, you know. Well, <laughs> they wrote what? it together. Cool. together. It was... Well, I, I kind of just insinuated I was like, it was Robert and his wife helped a bit, which is pretty <laughs> I mean, misogynist. You can really hear their voice in both in the troll song, uh, A Fixer Upper, mm. and in oh, the duet, the one that they sing together right at the start. The love one is with an the open guy door. who actually turns out to be the villain. Yes, love is an open door. Yeah, that yeah. one. Oh, we've got singers on the show. <laughs> My stars. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm okay cute. with it. I think that I think as soon as you cast Adina Menzel as your mm. lead, you're going... You create mm. that relationship. Yeah, you're definitely thinking about the theatricality of it. Mm. 
I would love to see the special effects that they use. I haven't seen any of that yet. Yeah, and let's face it, so Disney's got money. Yeah, yeah previous Well, just what they did with The Lion King, mm. I think you've got more to work with with Frozen than what they had with The Lion King and The Lion King was so impressive. Mm. Yeah. And Disney budget, I mean. Disney budget. No That's what bed. we all dream of, right? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, budget. I suppose my one reservation about it is to see smaller works getting up and getting those theatre spaces. Part of me, yeah. as much as Disney does fantastic work, I worry that there's not a lot of room left in film or theatre for other people anymore. But then but you've also got to, got to take into account what Disney's doing for musical theatre in general and getting the general public that isn't interested in musical theatre into the theatre. And let's face it, most mm. of us are probably into musical theatre because of Disney, Disney. films as yeah. children. Mm. We were indoctrinated. Yeah, I never stood a chance. <laughs> I used to be straight and then I saw Beauty and the Beast. Don't blame Walt Disney for that. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm going to. On well, that. Lady Gaga told me that you were born this way, so mm. was that not the case? I was born this way. Patrick had Watch to wait Disney. for Disney. I had to wait for Disney, yeah. <laughs> it was an awakening. Um, and I suppose on the Disney uh, train, we've also got Bedknobs and Broomsticks, the musical, um, is setting open for, I think, an either opening or a pre-run or previews, whatever they're, they're doing. They're doing a pre-run. Pre-run in, in Chicago, Chicago. Which I, after being like... The town opening? Yeah. After being like, rah, 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 I don't like Disney... Frozen taking up I'd really space. like to see what they do with bread knobs and broomsticks. I really would like to see what they do with bread knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> I, I, I have very fond, very fond memories of that film. Um, and it's I want to see be, a bed fly around the stage. Is basically I what I want to see what they for. do with the animals. Yeah, like <laughs> and the under Julie the yeah. Well, when, yes. it, when it just be mm. um, like Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang sort and of smushed together? Mm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and I guess I are they going to do the soccer match? Oh, they have to. They have to do it. But how are they going to do it? Is Hopefully it be... in a song. Hopefully there's a soccer match song. Yes. I want yeah. I want a stagehand in like full black morph suit <laughs> with a soccer ball on a black stick running around like directing it around the stage as the actor's trying why, to kick it. Why or... not just have an actor... As the ball. As, as the, ball. the ball. So just like that is inspired. their head... That's good. Is a this is why you're. This is Miranda does production. And this is why yeah. I've got a bold idea. Disney, yeah. if you're listening, a- actual <laughs> soccer game. Get a soccer ball on there. Make the actors play a sport. Let's oh. see where it okay. goes. Okay, all right. Okay, the limits too far. a horror story now. Oh, when I staged, I'm so excited. <laughs> songs for a new world. There is a song that uh. refers to <laughs> basketball. Oh yes, there is. And and I we tried very hard to get like a real basketball <laughs> played with by someone who doesn't play basketball <laughs> and basketball. Co- it doesn't. It just doesn't work, no. Patrick. You've got in to get rehearsal your head in the game sometimes. To do that. <laughs> On stage, never once. Were you, were you making them um, dribble it between their legs and things? <laughs> not, not. He wanted to try that and we did in rehearsal try that but it was just like, let's just not that. We'll just bounce it on the beat and then toss it to someone and get it tossed back at you. It's, I think like, that is one of my favourite things when an actor is cast in a role where they're required to do something that they cannot do. And it's like a, But it's like a core cool part of their character. Yeah, like yeah. I'm an amazing dancer and they're just... Not like that's my favorite. That's my favorite. He's just like, oh, I'm a ballerina. You, you did a thing. The king and I whistle a happily tune, <laughs> or, or just purse your lips or someone off stage whistles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair. But I, 
well, I was going to say, is that really core to the character? But yeah, I it's guess pretty core cool to the song. <laughs> song about <laughs> that, that song, it. Yeah. 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 I love it. Is there any any show where all of a sudden a ball is one of the props? You're just begging for chaos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's exciting. And I love you it. usually get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, that was fun Broadway news. It involved sports and movies and Disney and covering all the, all the bases. Yeah. Let's get back to actual... talking about something that wasn't made by Disney. Oh. DreamWorks. Oh, my. Here to talk about Shrek the Musical Shrek with Stacey Hobbs. Uh, so, Miss Stacey, would you like to tell us all about how Shrek came to be? I certainly can do that, Miranda. Now, Shrek is actually a musical based on a movie, based on a book. So there's a had, book of Shrek. Yes, there was a, a book. Yes, it was a kids' book um, by William Steig, and it came out in 1990, and it was called Shrek with an exclamation mark. So it's very important. I don't know why they dropped that from movie. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. I was how you pronounce uh, exclamation marks correctly. I want to do a cold read. <laughs> I've been saying Oklahoma wrong this whole time. Oklahoma. <laughs> we screwed up Zana don't. Zana don't. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I would see that show, see, right there from that. Um, so it was based on. Um, ooh, I, I didn't. I don't have that in my notes, but it was like a, a Swedish word, I think, that means fear or, or oh. know, terrified. Yeah, and so it. Um, so it was written pretty much the same story. Green ogre, you know, ostracized by everyone, rescues a princess, um, and Somebody this kind once of told me the world is going to roll me. Yes, yeah. yes, that whole that whole <laughs> schmuzzle. So I've just so, done a, a little bit of uh, mm, research. Mm, Shrek. Mm. S-C-H-R-E-C-K means fear or fright. Yes, there we are. And common exclamation, oi Shrek, when you're afraid. So it's like oi vey. Yeah. But oi, sh- oi Shrek. It's, yeah, it's so it's uh, a Germanic version of a Yiddish word. I love it. There you are. There you are. There you are. Oh God, Next time I'm afraid, I'm just going to say, oi Shrek. Oi Shrek. Oi Shrek. Oh bless! So yes, a book, and it won it won awards. It won Publishers Weekly Best Children's Book of the Year and School oh. Library Journal Best Books of the Year award as well. Is... It's a very good book. Oh. Yes. Well, it goes against this whole fairy tale sh- thing where you have yeah. you know the ugly evil guy and you know the beautiful good people and you oh, know picture book or like yeah, short yeah. novel yeah no picture no book. picture book oh. yeah I believe a short novel is also known as a novella. <laughs> I, I didn't want to imply that there could ever be a thing in existence, Shrek the novella. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll link to the to the Wikipedia for that book yeah. in, in the thing. But it is, it's like a, a children's hand drawing of a yeah. green Well, the author's a cartoonist. He's an American cartoonist. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a little picture book. There's a, um, the opening of the movie has drawings like that, doesn't it? Not... It's not streak drawings, but yes, yeah, yeah. the opening of the movie is a, is a book. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Speaking Premier. of, so the book became... Became a movie, yes. So Which DreamWorks um, purchased the rights. So the movie came out in 2001 with, of course, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy and Cameron Diaz as, um, as Shrek, Donkey and... Fiona, One of the few times when like stunt casting doesn't detract mm. from the film. Like I feel like it's animation you get a lot of leeway because mm. you're not like yeah. looking at the yeah. stars. Madagascar was a mess. 
How very dare you, sir? I'll see you outside later. I will. I will. I will die on this hill. Back to Shrek. I feel like, yeah, like you know, you think, oh, Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, Mike Myers, great actors, but sometimes they feel shoehorned into films. Mm. But but remembering this was back when animation was fairly new as well. So. this you know, style of. This style yeah. of, like, we really didn't have a lot. and mm. Because this won the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. It, like, I don't think that award existed Until before that time. Yeah. Oh. So they, they were the first people to win it. And I think rightly so. I remember getting super psyched about this movie when I was a kid. So much so that when I went to see it, my, I was about 12, um, 13, and my, my friends were flirting with boys during the movie and I got so angry. I'm like, you need to be quiet. I am trying to watch. Excuse me, there's an emotional journey happening here. <laughs> Do you not understand? Can you put, put your aside, lip gloss aside. <laughs> these childish and childish endeavors and oh, watch the movie? Oh I was and I was a cartoon. You're mortified. <laughs> yes, I know. I know, but I was really mad. Ropeable. But they were I'm like oh, stop flirting. This is so unnecessary. Um <laughs> so that's enough about me. Let's move on to uh, Julie is lapping these personal details up. She's <laughs> gonna have your Damn life it. story down pat. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that came out in 2001 and the next year um, Janine Tesori and um, the director, I have his name somewhere in there, um, started working on it. So the next year they were like, yep, let's make this musical. Yeah, yeah, they're like, let's do it. It's going to work great. It was like 16 years to make and stuff, didn't they? Well, yeah, so it had four sequels, four chapters, but then you've got Mm. Puss in Boots Spin yeah, it's a spin-off from that as well. So and there's a holiday special for the musical. Uh, about. They must have worked no, on no, it. I think uh, I'm assuming that the because the film did very very well at the box office. I'm assuming, mm. and because it had a very like it had such a soundtrack. I mean, it had a very long development run as well. So mm, maybe they went, mm. look, we've done a film. It's got a lot of music in it. Let's start developing a yeah, musical because so, so much. The rights for the books were picked up as like '95, so it was oh, five okay. years. So it was about yeah, 16 wow. years before from the securing the rights to the movie. Being released, yeah. So the previews and, began in yeah. Seattle in two thousand and eight. That's a musical, yeah. Yeah, which was one year after Shrek the Third. So the musical mm. uh, started its runs yeah, okay. between the third and fourth Shreks. Mm. Mm. Okay. So then, from starting development, and I, I misquoted there, it was um, the book and lyrics writer David Lindsay Abair who started working on it with Jason Moore, the director, in 2002 um, and then sorry, came in 2004 and, yeah, it, reading started in 2007 and it was on Broadway in 2008. Do we know what so, they did? Have they done other works or is this their big... Sorry, I might have... I've just not heard those names before. Yeah, and I didn't recognise them either when I first got into this and then I forgot to look them up. That's right. So well well done, no boys. Well done, that, boys. So You've done a good job. Um, uh, Jason Google? Moore has gone on to direct Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect 2. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, 2015 leave. Sisters. I'd probably leave Pitch Perfect 2 off the resume. He directed Dawson's Creek. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> Oh, be still my beating heart. <laughs> uh, Everwood, One Tree Hill, Brothers and Sisters and One Trophy Wife. Oh. So he hasn't done a lot, a lot of, of theatre stuff. He's mm. done film and TV. Yeah, but he did Dawson's Creek, so we don't care. Mm. No. Well, he directed, yeah, directed the, the musical and he was working with, yeah, David, Lindsay, Abair. I, yeah, I don't right. know if I'm saying that even close to correctly. So what happened um, on Broadway? When did it open? So it opened in... Um, on the 8th of November, 2008, good, um, good after vintage. a preview, they did a, like a little run in Seattle to just 
test out before then, um, but it was on Broadway in 2008. The cast was um, Brian Darcy James as Shrek, who is pure perfection in my opinion. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah. Really, that is the correct opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Friend of the show, Brian Darcy. Actually, fun show. fact, fun show. fact. My incredible singing teacher, her singing teacher, who I did a workshop with last year, taught Brian Darcy James. So, so humble brag. Prepare I... him for Shrek. So, and I met her. So I am, I am but one person separated one, one from Brian separation. Darcy James. Fun fact, fun fact. Can I figured that out the other day and I was like... for the podcast. Yeah, looking for the pod. I know, right? I'll use my connections. Yeah. And I'm like, Brian... You know what you need to do. Be this. <laughs> um, Sutton Foster as Fiona and Christopher Saber as Farquad. Who's Sutton Foster? Has she been in stuff? <laughs> Look, apparently. <laughs> she's mm. she one of those new mm. Broadway babes just starting yeah. on the scene. Yeah, I thought mm, so. Yeah. Mm. Fresh. If you so listen to this so podcast, lovely. she's been in literally everything. I think everything. every episode. <laughs> friend <laughs> of the show, <laughs> Sutton Foster. <laughs> but I actually like her in this one. I think she, I I think think she, she did a great, great job. Fiona. Yeah, yeah. I like her in a lot of things. I, I'm, mm. a, I'm, I'm a secret fan. Good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Oh, and Daniel um, Breaker took, took over Donkey um, in Broadway. So it um, – and I'm a believer we're talking about the soundtrack for the movie. Mm. That was just – you know, orchestrated and played at the end of the show, but it was actually made it like um, put into the show oh. um, in 2009. So the um, all the cast sang so it at the end time of the show. Went, the show's missing a crucial element. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. the monkeys. Mm. I'm mm. a believer, and then wow, <laughs> we finished the hat. Well, we finished the, Shrek. That's right. I'm a believer. Well, it's, sealed it. it's such so tied in with the movie. Like yeah, every yeah, time I hear that song, I it's immediately an yeah. Thing. So yeah. they would play it. The orchestra would play it, but then they're like, yeah, nah, we need to we need to get the cast in yeah. on this and sing the big rock number at the end of the show. Um, it won won a bunch of awards, um, Drama Desk Awards and Tony Awards. Um, including Best Musical and Acting for... Um, oh, sorry, nominations, including Best Acting yeah, Musical. Yeah, it only won one, didn't it? It won three, I think. I've got, three. The I've got it in front of me. Oh, bring, bring, it, bring, it, bring out those Tony. I know it got costumes. Yes. So it won Shrek. Oh, no, it only won one. My, my apologies. But it was nominated for, costume. for eight. Yeah, it was Ooh, nominated for Best Musical, Best Leading Actor, Best Leading Actress... Um, best performance featured actor for Farquad, um, best original score, and I was like, "How did it not win that?" But next to normal, of course, next to normal. It was a it was one. a big year. Yeah, best book, and yeah, actually, no when you look at the Shrek, spread, but I'd probably also pay next to normal. Mm, mm, mm. Oh no, of course, because it was that was. And also, they might have not show. been judging the run with "I'm a Believer" at the end. Well, that could have put them over. The line. <laughs> that could have put them over the line. Well, so that year, the best musical nominees were. Billy Elliot, which won mm. uh, oh, Next to Normal, yeah. Rock of Ages, and Shrek. Yeah, Billy Elliot beat Next to Normal. Yes, yeah. He got ten. He got ten Tonys. It was, it's a good show. Yeah, Spider Man mm. was in Billy Elliot. <laughs> no, that, the new Spider Man. What's his yeah, name? Tom Holland. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I thought sorry. you were about I'm... to say that Spider Man was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you need to leave. Knowing how well Spider Man Turn Off the Dark did, I wouldn't be surprised if the actor accidentally just walked into the theater that was playing Billy <laughs> Elliot because that show. Anyway, back to Shrek. Yes, but they did win the the Tony for Best Costumes, which was very very well deserved because the costumes in this thing is amazing. I'm sure we'll get to that in production. Um, but yeah, crazy good. And it was it played for a couple of years. It closed in 2010 after 441 performances and 37 previews. Solid, solid. Mm, mm. So it had a good little run and then went and did a tour for a year and um, it was in West End from 2011 to 2013. Um, 
as well for 715 performances. Oh. Um, yeah. So it did, did pretty well. Actually. She's got legs. You know, played longer in, in West End than it did at Broadway, which is I mean, the thing, when I first heard that there was Shrek the Musical, I was like, oh, mm. cheap cash grab. Oh, definitely. That's the vibe I got as And well. then you listen to it and I'm like, mm. no, this is a really good musical. because it, they It didn't, had follow through. It yeah, wasn't they just... didn't lean on like the pop songs that were in the, the movie. They actually composed like a whole book. And developed and, characters and, and the themes of the movie a bit more and... than the movie mm. did. It was actually, just mm. great. I read a review. It was, it was like a summary of the reviews and impressions and the fact that apparently a lot of the community was very much against it as it was doing early promo. Mm. But then just the response and the fact that they went, yeah, we came in with an IP, but we actually did a proper self-sustaining show with heart yeah. that mm. had its own message and was its own like its own beast. Yeah, and it got a lot of props for that, which I think are probably well deserved. Oh, definitely. I think so, there have been some that, terrible. Yeah, this will probably from... appear on a top five list. Ooh, <laughs> oh, don't jump the gun! Oh, 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 that must be on my list as well. But yeah, so um, other fun things about the show that I love is that mm. it just makes so many references to so many shows. <laughs> so if you are a theatre lover, you just you have so many Easter eggs in this show. They're just constantly popping up everywhere. So, oh. yeah, there's references to The Lion King, um, Les Mis. Beautiful. There's... Um, Can you even do a musical without making a reference to Les Mis nowadays? Oh, look, <laughs> no. No, but... Um, um, there's references to Babe, which was in the original movie, too. That'll do. Oh, that'll of course. Do. Yes, I, yeah, I, it's I a actually saw a little line. clip of um, Farquaad at the end of one of his songs mm. doing the alphabet. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. which, is, which is not in the recording, but it oh, is in the, in the, in the um, soundtrack, in, but it is on the... It's just a cheeky um, act If you moment. watch it, because they, they actually did a live... Film so from different performances on the from the Broadway cast mm. um, and a uh, like a, a running without any audience they actually Stitched properly filmed the show so you can get a HD mm. copy which I think is brilliant yes mm. and I think they more should do shows, please. they really yeah, need to do that shows, for more please. shows because even just you know, like an archiving system yeah yeah I mean well, they and they are doing it more so like we are kind of saying, oh, you did it once, can you do it for all of them? And they, did legally, they are beginning to MTV yeah. did Legally Blonde. I yes. think that was the first time I'd heard of it. Yeah. But I'm sure it was done before then. Well, yeah. well like Jekyll and Hyde, they filmed the Hoff version. Oh, aren't um, we blessed Hoff. to have that? <laughs> but there, there, are like, there were like CBS productions of musicals like mm. uh, Condide they did nice. um, and they filmed that with um, the, the whole big... Uh, choir and orchestra and what have you. Mm. Um, but again, now the actual production companies are starting to move into mm. the recordings and then mm. viewing that as another revenue stream, well, which of, like it is. Entering yeah. like a Netflix yeah. online yeah. streaming space. I mean, I understand the want to preserve a theatre run so that people come and buy tickets, so delaying that, of course, but, yeah. you know, there's... There's money I to mean, get. viewing something I'd on the screen and it. viewing something in the theater is just such a different mm. experience. Anyway. Yeah, like so viewing like if I could see Frozen on the screen, it wouldn't stop me if I was in New York going to see yeah. Frozen on stage. And this made mm. me Shrek made me and Legally Blonde, in fact, as well made me want to see that 
I'm like, mm. I, and so when Legally Bond toured in Australia, mm. I'm like, I have to see that on the stage because I'd saw the. And wasn't that um, an upset? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. We'll talk about that another Do day. Do you have any more uh, fun tidbits? Yes, fun little tidbits. So um, there's sweet charity references in um, Morning Person and mm. some of the Fosse moves. There's a little gypsy reference, Mama's in the Mud, Mama's in Distress, one of my oh, favourite yeah. movies, uh, pa- parts of the, of the musical, fantastic. Um, there's Fiona sings, um, Are You There, God, It's Me, Fiona, which is um, stolen from the book, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Oh, I'm, I was thinking more famous. like Yentl. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, it's got Papa, so you, many. Yeah, Papa, can you hear me? And like this is a list here, but I reckon there would be so many more. Oh, wow, that is a and list. It is a list. Um, of course, we've already mentioned the Wicked moment. Yeah. Um, there's Freak Flag, there's a flag up the back. Yeah. Is that your Lame is. Yeah, yeah. There's... Um, there's during on the national tour, Donkey did a little bit of like take me or leave me, I'll cover you rent kind of thing uh, as well. A um, little bit of that. And he references Lovey um, Lovey Bahem as well. So there's all these like little bits and pieces. Um, so what we're saying is she's a cheeky show. Mm, yeah. Mm, she's a mm. cheeky show. I mean, in the openings, you know, Donkey and Shrek traveling along, and there's this yeah. whole like. Just all of this stuff just happening in the background. Puss in Boots makes a little cameo. Oh, so we've there. got side gags. Oh, Love a good yeah. side gag. Lots of Love side it. gags. It's more side gag than actual in the front and middle gag. I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll take the side gags. Oh, wait, I think them. when you're dealing with a show that is like bringing all these disparate characters yeah. together yeah. already, like you've got all of that to come. Why exactly. not bring in musical theatre references? Mm. Why not bring in. And the in, movie does mm. the same thing with. Yeah. Pop yeah, culture yeah. Stuff exactly. Scattered throughout yeah. it all, and so it's reframed fun. in that world. Yeah. Mm. So it's really just picking up on that same thing, and it was part of what made the movie so entertaining and successful. Yeah, is all of those cheeky little mm. things. Well, something and for mum and dad, cheeky, something for the kids. Cheeky. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like in some of the other movies where it is kind of like, let's stop the movie for a joke. It was really like Shrek, like ah. Oh, they live in a world that's actually called far, far away. Yeah. Oh. That's that's an actual country. And like we're yeah. talking Shrek yeah. too, but the moment when Shrek gets arrested and, of course, they don't have pepper spray, so someone pulls out a, a pepper grinder and yeah. they grind pepper into his <laughs> eyes. The, the town guards and their full plate mail grind it into his eyes. He's like, Argh! Such a good little side gag. Yeah. yeah. If, that, if that is the spirit of the show that is continued onto the Broadway, uh Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just some beautiful, I know we're talking about this in songs, but there's just some beautiful lyrical moments as well that just, just gorgeous. It's, yeah, mm. there's a heaps of sight and reference gags in this that, um, yes, if you see it, you'll, you'll have good fun picking them all out, that's for sure. Cool. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit more about what happens in the show. We're ready to let's move on to the synopsis. Oh, I'm ready. Yes. Yeah, I bet you are. We're ready. We're ready? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the plot of the school's edition of Into the Woods. Love it. No, no, Um, (laughs) no, no, Shrek. Same thing. Uh, So basically you've seen Shrek, this is Shrek, there's a couple of changes, but it's Shrek. If you haven't seen Shrek, sort it out. The ogre's the good guy, spoiler alert. Mm, Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Once upon Um, a time in a land Oh, my God, okay, Miranda, this is my segment. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on from that interruption. So the show begins with a change from the film, which is nice. Uh, instead of starting with adult Shrek, we find Shrek on his seventh birthday with his parents who promptly Aww. kick him out of home, but they do it kind of in a loving way into the world to start his own life. Um, they warn him against trusting anyone or connecting with others, stating that people will hate him for his monstrous appearance. Accurate. We then, yes, exactly. Um, we then cut to seven, several years later, I should say, um, and Shrek is loving his lonely life in the swamp until he is interrupted by a large group of fairy tale creatures. Ugh. Ugh. If I had a dollar for every time that happened, showing up on his I'd have, like, swamp, no dollars. Oh, I would really like some dollars though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these these fairy tale creatures include Pinocchio, who plays a larger part in this show than I think in the film, um, only slightly, but he's a great character. We've got the three bears from Goldilocks and the Three Bears, the Three Little Pigs, um, and a lot more. You've got Humpty Dumpty, you've got the Wicked Witch. They're all there. They explain that they've been banished from the kingdom of Duloc by Lord Farquaad, who has exiled them for being freaky fairy tale creatures, and they're under penalty of death. If they return, it's kind of like a Manus Island situation. You've got Lord Farquaad's Peter Dutton. Um, <laughs> it's, if, if you want to frame it, that's how we can do it. Uh, so Shrek isn't having a bar of this though, and he decides to go see Peter Dutton in order to get his swamp back. Okay, um, good. So on the way, uh, he actually rescues Donkey, who is a talking donkey, from some of Lord Farquaad's guards. Uh, kind of like Border Force situation. The um, unsung hero of the musical. Yes, yes. Um, and in return for rescuing him, Donkey offers to show the now lost Shrek the way to Duloc. Um, and Donkey is annoying. That's an important point. Um, <laughs> Very some important. people say annoying. Some people say just really lovely and just wants to be friends with everyone. Yeah, I'm going to say annoying. I feel like you're over-identifying um, with Donkey a little bit in I this moment. I love so much. <laughs> oh, okay. He is great. No, he, <laughs> is, he is great. Um, so meanwhile, uh, Lord Farquaad is torturing uh, the gingerbread man in order to get information on the locations of any remaining fairy tale creatures who are in hiding. Um, this is interrupted by Thelonious, who's a rather lovable henchman um, who announces that they've retrieved the magic mirror for Lord Farquaad. In the mirror, Lord Farquaad sees Princess Fiona and decides he wants to marry her. He leaves before the mirror finishes telling Fiona's story and the audience is shown the story of Fiona's childhood. Um, Shrek and Donkey then arrive in the kingdom of Duloc. They meet Lord Farquaad and the Duloc dancers. Oh. Of course. Great scene. <laughs> um, and Farquaad is Her impressed. Knees. Yes. <laughs> and... They're poor knees. Yes, they're poor knees. Oh, are they all? Um, Farquaad is very impressed by Shrek's stature and he demands that he rescue Fiona, uh, promising to give Shrek his lonely swamp back in return. Get rid of all the fairy tale creatures, it'll just be yours. Uh, Shrek and Donkey then set off to rescue Fiona. Uh, Donkey is annoying. They get to her <laughs> castle and encounter the dragon guarding it. Uh, Donkey unwittingly seduces the dragon um, instead of allowing Shrek to sleep. I had a doll for every time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the dragon is played by a trio of women originally, but there might be some changes, um, and they manage to rescue Fiona. Fiona is shocked, shocked, uh, Shrek. Fiona is shocked that her rescuer is an ogre and not Prince Charming like she always expected. Uh, Shrek explains Lord Farquaad has set, off, um, set them off to rescue her and then they're going to go back to Duloc to return her to him. Shrek open, opens up to Donkey about his dreams and we discover that Fiona secretly turns into an ogre <gasps> Oh, my God. Um, that's the end of Act One. What a twist. What a twist. What a twist. 
But then there's Act 2, and so I'm going to get into that. Um, so they're still on their way to Duloc. Uh, Shrek and Fiona initially clash a little bit, but they soon discover they have a lot more in common than they expected. Donkey tries to convince wink, Shrek wink, to nudge, make a nudge. move with Fiona, believing that they have romantic potential. Meanwhile, Lord Farquaad is planning his wedding to Fiona and explains to the Magic Mirror that he will never invite his father, who abandoned him in the woods as a child. Um, I know. As they near Duloc, Donkey discovers Fiona's secret transformations, but she manages to convince him not to tell anyone. Shrek overhears the conversation and assumes Fiona is talking about him being a monster and not mm. herself. This causes a misunderstanding between the two of them. Where both, I know. If I had a dollar, communication every breakdowns. time. Musical theatre. It is. It's it's almost that would a actually lazy make plot device oh. is miscommunication and then not. Yeah. yeah. But um, they do it well and so both of them assume that the other finds them repulsive based on this uh, misunderstanding. Uh, Farquaad arrives to claim Fiona and tells Shrek that his swamp has been cleared and that he can be alone again. Uh, Farquaad leaves immediately with Fiona and Shrek and Donkey go to return to the swamp. The fairy tale creatures, who are now on their way from being shifted from the swamp, so like one mandatory detention island to another, um, realise Shrek has failed them and they decide that they've had enough. So they decide to all stick up for themselves and go to see Farquaad directly. So they start to travel towards Duloc. Yeah. It's great. And that's a great moment in the show. We'll get to it in the music, but it's a great moment in the show. Uh, Shrek, uh, back at the swamp, realises he actually misses Fiona. Um, Donkey and Shrek have a fight and it's revealed that Fiona was... uh, When she was talking about it, it was actually talking about, and Donkey says, someone else because he's promised not to reveal Fiona's secret. See, Donkey is the unsung hero of the musical. Oh, he's moral, but it doesn't mean he's not annoying. Unsung hero. Is he unsung? I'm singing it now. Uh. So until now he was unsung. (laughs) And so, true. And so um, Shrek realises that he may have made a mistake and Shrek and Donkey make up as well. Uh, Make up or make out. Oh my god! It's just Marianne. makeup. It's Sorry. just yeah. I don't know where that came from. It, it, ju- <laughs> Who said that? The spirit of Julie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shrek and Donkey then go back to Duloc to go to the wedding of Fiona and Lord Farquaad. Um, Shrek confesses his love, which Farquaad mercilessly mocks. Um, but then the fairy tale creatures crash the wedding and begin protesting. Um, now joined by Grumpy, one of the seven dwarves, mm. who reveals himself as Lord Farquaad's father. <gasps> <gasps> That's why he's so short. It is, and he also points out that he didn't That's actually get abandoned the in the woods, but that Grumpy forced uh, Lord Farquaad to move out of home age 28 because he was living in the basement <laughs> and they were sick of him. Uh, so in all of this commotion that's going on, night falls on the wedding and Fiona transforms into an ogre as she does every night. Um, a now disgusted Lord Farquaad orders that she be banished back to the tower and that Shrek and the fairy tale creatures be executed and proclaims himself king. In response, Shrek beckons for the dragon who incinerates Farquaad with her fire breath. Uh, over Farquaad's Classic fla- dragon. Exactly. <laughs> over the flaming corpse... Of Lord Farquaad, <laughs> Shrek and Fiona confess their love and share in true love's first kiss. Aww. Fiona's curse is broken and she assumes her true form, which, spoilers, if you haven't seen the movie, pull yourself together, is that of an ogre. Everyone lives happily ever after. End of show. Until the sequel. That's right. Which will inevitably come. Oh, do you think they'll That's do a No, they oh, won't. They, won't. Uh, <laughs> they will not. I don't think they'll do a, a Shrek to the musical. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now I want Shrek. I mean, they. Well, they did. It was the Phantom sequel, which was great. I mean, as a precedent to send. I mean, (laughs) look, if they get Jennifer Saunders in, I'm. I'm Oh, I'd do it. We'd pay money. We'd pay money. 
All right. But yeah, that's the show. Well, it sounds yeah. like that's It's a bit happened. of the movie. It's a bit of not the movie. It's a good show. It's a very traditional structure. It's, it's, it's mostly the, the movie. The, yeah. the grumpy dad business mm. is uh, that's new. additional to the film. And there's mm. a great song. Um, Lord Farquaad has a song where it sounds like he's describing his father. Mm. Um, he's yeah. talking about his My past. Daddy and, he was says, grumpy. and the lyric is, and daddy was grumpy all the time. And then you realise he's not describing his mood. Daddy was grumpy. <laughs> that was his name. Yes. <laughs> Wordplay. Oh, oh, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. In Any other big changes? What were the other big changes? Uh, we see Shrek as a child. Um, it's mainly with Farquaad, actually, mm. most of the changes. Mm. And I suppose the, uh, the fairy tale creatures get a lot more of a role and yeah. a body in it, which is nice. And we see young nice. Fiona as well in her life yes. in the tower. We actually get to see... A little bit of that as well. Yeah, well, they, nice. they dig a bit deeper on all the oh, characters. So there's mm. children in this show. Mm. There's one. <laughs> Two. Two? Uh, well, one of them's one. like a teenager. Yeah. Which okay. we hate. No. So, uh, yeah, bad shows. Yeah, right. take that. <laughs> Zero out of ten, Shrek the Musical. Hate it. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's talk about the songs. Zane's going to tell us all about the music and how many times they can use Smash Mouth's I'm a Believer. Or All Star. Do they do All Star, Zane? Tell no, us about it. They, they don't? don't. They, they do I'm a Believer at the very, very, very end. Mm. Also, oh, and they do, they mm. do like the Smash Mouth mix because it is a monkey song, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. good. I'm not crazy. Um, no. But it's, and that was added late. Like that mm. wasn't yes. always there. That was as we discussed, yes. Okay, as all great musicals do. Well, some of them. We have an overture Woo! at the start. Mm. And it's true overture, a little no, bit of lots a, of different things. So it's not your in town overture, it's an no. overture overture. Okay. Yeah. It's an overture overture. It's not a prologue. No. It's an overture. And then, look, I could say this is a strong contender for my favourite song of the show for mm. about half the songs in the show. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to hit the real big ones. So I'm not going to say it about this one, which is Big Bright Beautiful World with Mama Ogre, Papa Ogre and Shrek. And this is, like Patrick said, explaining the Ogre Society where he's expelled from his childhood home at seven to find his way in the big bad world. Yep. Any comments? Well, I Strange. suppose the general theme of the song is it's big, bright, beautiful world, but they're sort of saying, yeah, it's a big, bright, bright beautiful world and you can keep it over there. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy to be in my dark little corner. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any of you big, well, bright, whole, beautiful It's so world. beautiful. It's like we packed some food for you and we did all this, but, you know, watch out for guys with pitchforks and, like, happy yeah. birthday, get out. You're like, probably going to die. Just, Everyone's going to hate you. you. Yeah, the world's great, but not for you. Yeah. It's a just... it's. Fabulous. It is it's a good song. It is such a great a good song. song. It's a good opener. And this sort of show, a show that sort of people would attack for being an I, a use of mm. intellectual property, like a movie musical, starts strong and you need to mm. do it and they do it well. Mm. And they continue with The Story of My Life, which is Pinocchio and the fairy tale Creatures. Great. Yes. Love Pinocchio. Love it. The yeah. fairy tale Creatures are just always welcome on the stage in this show. Correct. They always... They're not always adding to the story, but they're always hilarious mm. and and really kind of well. It's, they're the kind of the world building part of this show. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like Big Bad Wolf yes. is like dream role for this show. If mm. I had to do any role in this show, <laughs> assuming I could sing any role in this show, it would still be Big Bad Wolf. He's great in this. Yeah, song. and they all have such brilliant little lines, and like those songs are very bitsy. Like everybody in that yeah. ensemble gets a little bit, but every bit is great. Like it's all very. 
memorable little yeah, bits in yeah. it. And this and yeah. song sh- sets the tone for the yes. show as well. It, this is the first song where you start to see all of those references and those sort of taking a traditional idea and flipping it on its head and they introduce mm. that in a really clever way. And the kind of one-liner comedy mm. exactly, archetype. Yeah. Mm. betrayal sort of thing. And we have the goodbye song, which is not on the recording, um, which is, is again, the fairy tale creatures uh, sending Shrek off. Uh, then Don't Let Me Go. Hate this it. is one of my favourite songs in the entire show. <laughs> Hate it. I love this song. This is, uh, this is uh, objectively hilarious. <laughs> oh. And Patrick is wrong. So this is Donkey oh. uh, basically begging Shrek to let him come uh, on the adventure mm. uh, for whatever reason. It's because he's lonely, yeah, really. Yeah. I guess. And it follows on that idea of the film protection. where Donkey is so annoying that he doesn't have any friends and Shrek has rescued him and he's like, oh, God, I'm going to stick with you. You're the only person who's <laughs> ever done something nice But he's to me. very yeah. intuitive. Donkey's very intuitive and he really sees the hearts of people really quick. He's mm. a good judge. So he sees he just sees through all this whole big scary Shrek thing. He's like, oh, no, you're good. I know mm. you are. And but before Shrek sees that, yes. you know, he does see right through that and then he, I think. Know, what Stacey means to say is that Donkey is, in fact, the unsung <laughs> hero. Hashtag oh. justice for Donkey. Rum, That's where I feel like. Donkey. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I actually like Donkey as a character. My issue with Donkey in this show is from the whole show, from a musical perspective, I feel like the show was written and then they went, oh, my God, Donkey needs songs. We've got this character Donkey and we've got to put some songs in there for him because he's a character in the film. We can't cut him. So they've wedged these songs in and for mm. me they're not as funny as they could be. They're not as charming as they could be. Like I feel like Pinocchio in this show is done better than Donkey is and that's a letdown because I love Donkey in the film. I think, I think it's beautiful. I think y- yes, I would agree. Like his songs are more kind of standalone. Yeah, they feel wedged in for me, and they but don't feel like but I think show. Donkey is kind of sold as like the sidekick character, whereas he's really not treated no. that way in the story. Mm-hmm. Like he actually becomes a character mm. himself. He's like, part of the with, trio. Yeah, well, with the dragon, that's kind of his superpower. At the end mm. is is his relationship with the dragon. So yeah, I think like his "Don't Let Me Go" is very similar to Shrek's song further on that we will get to. I know it's today. Young Fiona, teen Fiona and Fiona. This is another great song. Good song. Mm. This is this is this is the song that I would love to see staged. Yeah. Um, because it's just showing the progression between the three characters. Well There's the three stages of the one character. Video of a performance on something. Oh, I think it's the Drama Desk Awards. That Sutton did with the... Yeah. 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 I think it might be at the Drama Desk Awards or another smaller award show. I was mm. thinking it was like Good Morning America or something like that. Mm. Oh, I mean, they might have used it the, as the, the promo. Well, and of course, the there's the HD recording as well. You can see that. Mm. What, I love, what I love about this song is um, just a really clever idea of because you see Fiona grow up and you actually see her age mm. and what they do is the song keeps going. So each Fiona holds a note at the end of her section and then the next Fiona gently blends in on that note and they yeah. fade the first one out and the second one comes in. So it's as if Fiona never stops singing mm. throughout her growth and it's just yeah. a little thing that they do. It's clever. I like it. Makes me happy. And it's like just perfectly, desperately hopeful. Yes. <laughs> song, oh, yeah. So good. So good. Really good introduction to her character and her uh, zaniness. Yes. I think yeah. there's some great like, moments real, in that. Like, I'm... 
just a princess. Yeah. This is like, this is who I am. This is what is my life is like. It's yeah. refreshing because they give a female and princess she's a, character a goal. Yeah. yeah. And she's very gifted at bowling, which is good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Bowling. Um, bowling. Mm. Mm. Welcome to Duloc slash yeah. What's Up. What's up, Duloc? <laughs> Love uh, it. Yeah. Love it. Mm. Another the again, only... like, great villain song. Another yeah, good. and the only song, because um, it's got Welcome to Duloc from the movie, Shrek the movie. Yes. This is yeah. the only song it that's does. actually from the movie in the show. Yeah. And then they transform yeah. it into something really yeah. interesting at the end, mm. the transition yeah, yeah. that they do, and it's a great way to introduce Farquaad as a character. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun staging it. of the song too. It's one of my favourite. Because um, the gag with Farquaad's costume is just... There's so many possibilities with that costume, which they just totally take advantage of in this number, which is and it's a big kickling number, isn't it? So yeah. It's like yeah. one of the first very, I mean, I suppose maybe a story of my life, but it's a big musical theatre number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just so well written. The lyrics are clever. It's cute. If you haven't heard this show, I would recommend this as maybe one of the first songs to listen the to because song. it's fun. yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, travel song with Donkey and Shrek. Oh. Yeah, this is this doesn't need to be there. <laughs> How did I know that you were going to have that exact reaction? Well, this song is meant to be annoying. Yeah, the purpose yeah. of this song is to be annoying. Is. It's meant to annoy Shrek. I like it when Shrek comes in with his counter melody, mm. but I will skip this. I after it, hearing it once, I'll skip the song again for it the second time. Has one of my all time favorite lyrics from the show, which is "This ass of mine is asinine," which is just <laughs> so good, so Sondheim. So just, oh, I'm not going. I'm not oh. going to pay that. I'm not going to say that the travel song is anything like Sondheim. And I'm going to ask you to retract <laughs> that comment, Miranda. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we just put wordplay in the Sondheim-like yeah. basket. But also, lots of, this is where a lot of those pop culture references pop up in this a song. Lot. So a lot mm. of sight gags as well. So I think I enjoy seeing this song more so than just listening to it. Yeah, You need the experience of it, really. Yep, yeah, so the next song is Donkey Pot Pie, mm. uh, Dragon Donkey and Ensemble. And like you said before, this one in the first North American tour was replaced mm. with the song Forever, which is sung by the dragon. Yes. So yes. Uh, on the cast recording it is still Donkey Pot Pie and I think it's a fun song. Um, and I think interestingly they enough, because they changed it with Forever for the tour I think, but when they did the H, like the recording of Broadway, they put this song back in they filmed yeah. it with donkey pot pie instead of forever even though they'd already kind of replaced it by then which i thought was interesting that they went back to that for the dvd well um, the the donkey pot pie is um arranged for the three singers mm. yes and the other song that was a replacement was arranged for just one, one, one. singer so in that filmed production, had they gone back to the three girls for the dragon? Yeah. That probably yep. explains why they went back to that song. Mm. I, in this song, one of the things I love about this song, and it's not my favourite song, but the random inclusion of the fact they're eating Angela's Ashes yeah. in <laughs> Donkey's Book Club, which is the heaviest book and yeah. heaviest film. <laughs> it's like about like... I, um, I think it's a Northern Irish family trying to find work and survive in the Republic of Ireland and all yep. the prejudice. And, like, I remember watching this film as a kid and there's this scene where the entire family is sleeping on this one dirty mattress and all of a sudden they realise it's infested with fleas and they have to take it out into the rain and beat the fleas out of it and they're, like, living in this slum. It's the darkest, <laughs> most depressing 
thing in the world and Donkey just, there's just a casual, um, just a throwaway line about how the fact that Donkey's reading Angela's Ashes at the moment. And I, I don't Donkey's, know why it's there, but I Donkey love that Donkey is totally is. unaffected by tragedy. He is, yeah. and he's so bright about it when yeah. he's saying it. So, yeah. And so we've got then, this is how a dream comes true, which is Fiona mm. uh, basically saying, finally I'm being rescued, et cetera, et cetera. Um, any, it, any I love her little I, again I think this is one I enjoy watching more than listening to because yeah. there's lots of like sha la 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 like lots of little cut ins <laughs> and outs where things are happening and if you don't have the scene in your head you're like what is happening right now um, but I like this it's just introducing this kind of like OCD-ish kind of very pedantic this bits of Fiona's character which is like this is how it's meant to go. Like I have read it, I've been reading it and we saw it on stage. <laughs> yeah. She's been reading these stories since she was a little girl. She has a very, you know, specific idea of how this is meant to go and she even to the point where she moves Shrek slightly so that he's in the right <laughs> spot to like, it's just, so she's got all these little beautiful little neuroses and things and she's doing all of this and, um, and I think it's just cool character development um, moment, you know, later on when she kind of lets go of a lot of that. Yeah. Because if you're stuck in a in a one place, you're going to get a little nuts and you're going to want control because everything's out of your control. You can't go anywhere, you can't do anything. It's, very me- it's a very meta song because what this song does is it sets up the subversion of expectations that yeah. the whole show is about. Yeah. Basically what this is is Fiona going, this is my fairy tale ending, this is how I know it's going to happen, I've planned for this. And then through this song you see her launching her expectations for what's meant to happen and then that being immediately subverted on stage. And Shrek as a show, the film, the musical, everything, is about setting up those expectations mm. and the comedy comes in because they are always immediately subverted. And then so it's a bit of a reflection of the whole show. Shrek's mm. response to that, which is basically saying, look, if I wasn't who I was maybe I could have been who you wanted me to be, mm. which is who I'd be, which oh. is Shrek, Fiona and Donkey, which is... Hands down, my favorite song of the yeah. show. Oh, okay. Such a good Ooh, song. Hands down. Hands down. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's because a the one that I song. want to sing most. All right. Yeah. It's such a it's such a beautiful example of storytelling and just oh, it's just such a good good song. And it's like we, we get a whole bunch of like uh texts about uh women expecting to have that fairy tale romance, have yeah. that become the princess in their own story and then Shrek being like, well, I, if I was in a Disney movie, perhaps I would be the prince. Mm. Mm. Or, But I'm not in a Disney movie and I'm an ogre. And he retells, it's so interesting because Shrek's expecting a knight in shining armour and Shrek makes this comment like, oh, what, you're expecting Prince Charming? <laughs> and she's like, well, yes. And then and he kind of makes this joke about it, like, oh, whatever. And then in this song he's bringing it up like, that is what I want for myself. Yeah. Like I want to be that guy who rides up in the horse and takes a princess and we, you know, we, we speak of love and, the, you know, stars are ascending and we're having this amazing moment. And it's just this so, I think it's this gut-wrenching moment where you're like, oh, that's what he really truly wants. Yeah, yeah. He was joking about it three minutes ago, but that's what he really wants it's most of all. It's very clever because at the end of the day what they've managed to achieve with this song is you've got an actor on there in a giant green rubber suit <laughs> and they've written a song that is so cleverly written it's not like an overly complex song but it taps at all those little emotional mm. points where it makes you actually sympathize and have an emotional connection with what is in essence a comedic character in a rubber suit yeah. it makes you see humanity in them mm. and this is a song where if you didn't do this right 
the emotional footnote of the show would fall flat. Yeah. And it's done perfectly. It's but done also so what it does is, is it equalises Fiona and Tris. Yes. Yeah. So rather than treating as one as solving the other's problems, mm. it's saying they both have the same problem and they have to overcome it together. Yeah. And, and my favourite moment in this song is there's this beautiful moment where there's a lyric and he says, and I'd remove my helmet... And mm. there's a pause where he realises he can't do that because that unveils who he truly is mm. and he has to jump. The lyric then changes to a different idea but that pause is a beautiful moment of devastation for this character. And again, we're talking about Shrek. <laughs> He's a giant green ogre <laughs> and we're sitting here having like an emotional connection oh, with this song. Yeah. It's done so well. It doesn't deserve to be this yeah. good. And that's the end of Act One. Yeah. That's what they end It's on. such a good act, finish a song. And then, you know, Donkey, you know, this whole beautiful intuitive moment where like, oh, you're so alone. Like, yeah, and then friend. It's this My beautiful... Open, <laughs> this beautiful hashtag he sings justice enough. Donkey. <laughs> He's not unsung. He has like four songs. All right, well, let's, let's yeah, push so through good. act two. We have our on track uh, and then straight into Morning Person, which is Fiona mm. and the Ensemble, and they take a very funny gag from the movie where she's having a, 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 a singing duel with a, a songbird and the songbird can't quite get as high as she does and pops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, that fun. Lots of sight gags in that one as well. Uh, yeah. I think I got you beat, which is oh. a really fun duet. Oh. Oh. oh, no, I can't. I like oh. this song. How can you not like it? I, I have a funny thing. I think when people make <laughs> fart noises Sorry. with their mouths... It's the funniest thing in the world. As soon as a fart joke is actually about farting, I am immediately repulsed and don't find it funny <laughs> anymore. And so this song has a really cute start and then at the end of the song it's like a it's it's a duet but of them farting. And as soon as that part in the song comes up, I'm like, nope, not funny, shut it down, hate it. <laughs> okay, well that I, I, I can't understand do it. that that's your 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 personal your personal. I feel like I can't be the only there. one who no, doesn't. No, I don't wanna... think you're alone there. Yeah, you know, like, really I, don't, I don't. I don't like toilet humor. Yeah, but and they I... get into it. They make like little growly noises, like it's sexual. They're like, oh. mm. <laughs> and it's awful. <laughs> it's really repulsive. I but you are it. talking about an ogre who grew up alone in a swamp. Mm. Yeah, but they're flirting with farts. <laughs> And I can't. Yeah, they are. I wish. Oh, yeah. That they, this is the one bit of the show that if I if I could only change one bit of the show, I'd take the farts out of this. All right. Show. Well, let's let's save Patrick some stress. We got the Ballad of Farquad, which is Lord Farquad right. and the Guards, where he tells his story about how he didn't like his father and his father was a minor and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's it good. Lays it's a bit that long. found work. It's it a is, bit long. Yeah. This song. I feel Farquad like needs a little bit more. If, if someone's going to be on mm-hmm. his knees for that long. It, Make him yeah. sing while doing it. Well, he deserves some <laughs> something to do. True, true. I love that. I do like this song, but every time I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, it's still going. Yeah, All right. it is long. It is. Yeah. A, it is. Make a move, long. donkey, and the three blind mice. <laughs> because they needed to get some backing in there. So I guess one is either the blind mice or the little pigs. Yeah. Now, are these alternates? Are these the same three actresses who play the dragon? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Because I always pictured that, but I, it's not a confermation. I don't I, think I it is it. actually. Because no, okay. I, yeah, I think it's one of the fairy tale creatures doubling they just swap as those. In, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I'm not really, I think ones. this song doesn't for me need to be in the show. Again, it's one where if you're watching it, you can see Shrek and Fiona, you can kind of see it all. Mm. I think it's more interesting in the scene than yeah, listening probably, to. Yeah. 
and then so we move on to when words fail which is after they have their miscommunication such a beautiful song and into morning person reprise which is just fiona Mm -hmm. and into build a wall which is shrek so Mm. it is it goes great from them having these two two reflections of like fairy tale versus real life into them Mm. going oh yeah look we both have terrible lives so i guess we're not too different after all then into this Mm. Uh, this miscommunication into like they're both singing just to again in Fiona then Shrek singing songs about their feelings. Mm. I like Build the mm. Wall. It's a great it's song, Build the yeah. Wall. They actually took it out. It was in, and yeah. then they're like oh. eh, and delete it. I'm like, why? I can see why. Like that. this song, this show has a lot of songs where you could be like, yeah, great song, but there is a question of yeah. does it need to be in the show? I I think the, it's I this, would keep Build the Wall and I'd get rid oh. of Make a Move. Um, or all of yeah. Donkey's songs. I, I think, <laughs> I think build, build a Wall's there is, I think, is for that symmetry in that yeah. we have Fiona singing about feelings, Shrek singing about mm. feelings and that kind of being reflected after yeah. they have their falling out. I, I think for me it's that you're just the same as everybody else. I thought you were going to be different. I yeah. thought I could trust you. I thought I could finally be vulnerable and you've proved me wrong and you know what, never. Like it's just this whole, mm. that whole I've been hurt so badly. Yeah, no, nah, so, and it's like, you know, this physical representation of what he's done for his entire life around, you know, um, building this this wall up and it's like not nah, stuff yeah like I'm gonna I'm gonna not only the uh, so it's not a psychological wall, wall. yes yeah, I'm gonna physically build this wall like it's just yeah. I don't know I love the song I think it's great. it is a great song you could do a funny parody of this just do Donald Trump singing it <laughs> that could be quite funny nope. no no <laughs> shutting it down uh, it's been shut down ladies and gentlemen okay so then again a great song Freak Flag. Is mm. Gingy, Mama Bear, Pinocchio, and the Fairy Tale Creatures, which is literally everyone from Story of My Life coming back and mm-hmm. basically ex- having the Shrek journey, accepting who they are and deciding to fight back to be allowed to be who they are. Yeah. Um, be that a transvestite or an animated gingerbread person, mm. which is a puppet, mm. isn't it? I think the I think yeah. Tinkerbell yes. holds yeah. Gingerbread Man as a puppet. Yeah. 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 It's a good song. Yeah. Love it. Good song. Yeah, and Miranda it's one thoughts? of those that. They just pedal out for promo stuff. It's a great song. <laughs> yes, it's a great song. <laughs> and, and, have you heard the song, Randy? You're looking yes, very guilty. Yeah, no, okay. Yes, I have. <laughs> it's a very good song Sorry, out of I'm context. Just, yes, show. yes, it's great. <laughs> um, Big Bright Beautiful World reprise, which is just mm. Shrek. Um, again, this time, this does is... he believe that it's big and bright and beautiful? Correct. It's so this song serves a that function. One. It's it mirrors the start. It it ends our story. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, I guess Patrick. it just fulfills uh, the formula no, that is does. a musical theatre. No, it does, like it, and, and it does that very well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is our song, Fiona Shrek, Donkey and the Fairy Tale Creatures. Then we have the end, and I'm a believer. I'm mm. a believer. Thank you. That's that exactly how that goes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and exactly now, so I have gone long because I do love a lot of the music mm. in this show. Mm. Like you said, like it doesn't deserve to be it as good as it is. It doesn't as good as it is. It's a good show. Yeah. For I don't what, know how they did it. For what Shrek was, it this musical added so much to the story through the actual music. Mm. And I think that's how they did it. They yeah. they took the source material and the characters, which is what stories are meant to be about, and they wrote in the voice of the characters. Mm. They yeah. didn't follow the usual formula of screen to stage, which is let's just keep as much as we possibly can mm. and shove songs in there. Mm. Um 
usually in a very formulaic kind of this character needs this song at this point kind of way. And even though a lot of the music does follow that formula, it it doesn't... Well, they got away with it. They did yeah. it well. They did it good enough to get away with it. It follows the parts of the formula that make sense mm. and for those reasons that they, they wrote to the characters. And the characters are fun. All of them. So fun. All of them. All of them. All of them. Let's all talk of them a little are, All of them are fun. There isn't one unfun character. Donkey. donkey is a fun character. I just dislike <laughs> his fun. songs. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Patrick. Justice we for know. Donkey. Write better songs for Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about who brought those characters to life. So it's going to be brief, but we're going to talk about the cast uh, who have done Shrek. So the development uh, included some people who didn't follow the show through. Um, and most of the cast that you would know from the original Broadway recording turned up for the Seattle out-of-town opening prior to the Broadway production. So that was in 2008. But working on the show before that, uh, there was a reading in 2007 with Stephen Kramer Glickman in the role of Shrek, Celia Keenan-Bolger as Fiona and Robert L. Day Jr. as Donkey, Christopher Saber, Saber as Lord Farquaad. Um, if those names mean anything to you, congratulations! Dun, 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 dun. And now for the names that I we I will know. say... Celia Keenan-Bolger is sister to Andrew Keenan-Bolger, who was crutchy in Newsies and uh, a number of other can things. Can we not talk about crutchy in Newsies? That is the worst named character ever. <laughs> and then her sister, Maggie Keenan-Bolger, has written a Broadway show, well, a, a straight play called From the Inside Out. So just... Just just a family Pretty, of mm. thespians. Well, she of herself... Of thespians. She herself originated Olive in... Celia did, yes. yes. Yeah. Spelling bee. So, I mean, you just listed her family's achievements. I, I just thought that was a, a bit, good role. bit rough. It is a good role. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's a great role. Back mm. to Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously, those, uh, those actors would have had a lot to do with the character development, mm. which would have influenced everything about how the script mm. was put together and the music. Um, it's almost a shame that we can't see their performances that. yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did see the magic of brian darcy james as shrek so he did the out of town and the broadway the broadway and uh won the tony mm. of course yeah <laughs> what? You the love broadway. Broadway. that's how you have to say broadway uh sutton foster <laughs> well, played princess no, stop. that's Fiona. how you have to say what Broadway. Thank you, Miranda. You may continue. <laughs> Sun Foster played Princess Fiona. Who? Um, and <laughs> is very well known for that. Oh, friend of the show, Sutton Foster. <laughs> right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, Christopher Sieber, or Cyber, um, did go from the development through mm. to um, the... Say it. <clears throat> Broad. <laughs> I can't do it now because <laughs> you're looking at me. Um, but I'm pretty sure he was the only one. Uh, John Tartaglia, who is a familiar name. Tell me mm. why. Avenue Q. Avenue Q. Princeton and Rod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, Who Pinocchio. Or Pinocchio, uh, if you prefer. I don't. <laughs> I don't either. Who because does? that's not Italian. <laughs> or correct. Or correct. Okay, fine. Uh, Gingy was played by Haven Burton. Uh, Donkey was uh, Chester Gregory in the Out of Town and then replaced by Daniel Breaker for... Oh, of the chocolate milk fame. Yes. Good, good. Uh, Australian listeners only, that one. (laughs) Um, Haven Burton, who played Gingy, uh, then played Fiona in the US tour. Does that sound right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Gingy is voiced by a female actress who I think also Mm. plays Tinkerbell or some of the other fairy tale creatures as well. So that makes sense. Okay. Well, I was slightly confused and curious about it because I thought that gingerbread man. But Gingy is very, was a man. very high. But yeah, the vocal part <laughs> is stupid. So it's just sung by a lady person. Correct. Yes. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, so the dragon was played by a bunch of people. Cool. Names? <laughs> no, I don't want to hear no, names. Right, I like no, it. Just, just the bunch. They, they're, they're credited collectively as bunch of people. Yep. Bunch yep. of people. Bunch there of were folks. heaps of them. Um, until we got to the US tour and the the trio was replaced by... One. Yeah. One or Like person. Himalayan chant singing, like hitting three different notes at the same time. Yeah, I think Self-chorus. So, yeah. No, because the song was changed to Forever. Oh. Instead of... Donkey we Pop learned Pine. about that earlier. We did. I should pay attention. <laughs> So, um, in actual fact, the dragon um, in on Broadway was Haven Burton, who also voiced Gingy. Jeez, Haven gets around. Amy mm-hmm. Garcia, who played Gingy for the tour, mm-hmm. and Rachel Stern, who we never heard from again. Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rachel. She doesn't. She doesn't even have a click link. I don't want to make a joke, just in case there's a tragedy behind. Oh, sorry. That, so let's move on. <laughs> I hope, there isn't. I hope there isn't. Uh, cool. Um, not too many other familiar names popping up in the US tour. On West End, Nigel Lindsay played Shrek. Amanda Holden, Fiona, and Richard Blackwood um, played Donkey. And then there was a UK tour that had some more people in it that didn't, didn't transfer from there. So um, that's, that's pretty much it. We haven't had the Australian. National tour no. of Shrek yet, and I was actually pretty surprised when the rights came up for amateur license yeah, as before I. we got one. So I'm. Well, I mean, they couldn't get Bert to do it. They asked. Bert. They asked for Bert to be Shrek, and they couldn't do it. <laughs> Rob but. Mills as Donkey, uh, and you know they, they got Rob Mills on with the promise of Bert, but then when Bert didn't come on, Rob Mills was like, "I'm out." And I, I mean, there's no other male actors in Australia apart no. from Bert Newton and Rob Mills. Yeah. Of course there is. Oh, there's that guy who was the um, So You Think You Can Dance judge. He might come on. <laughs> the judge? You know, and he was in Mary Poppins. Oh, Matt Lee. But other than that, there's no, there's no musical theatre actors in Australia, not male ones. It's true, I'm not in Australia. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't think... the point I was going to make is it seems like we're not going to get it mm. or at least we're not going to well, get it. Well, it was a very expensive production. So at the time that it was on Broadway, it cost $25 million to... They've already invested that money though. Can't they I just know. ship that stuff? But they didn't. They never made their money back at Broadway. They didn't. Make, they didn't actually get a they return didn't. on oh, their. They no, nope, they did loss. not make money. Yeah, ah, yeah. Well, that's Which why is John why, Foster isn't interested. Is that why they toured mm, for so long? Maybe mm, to just scrape back. Them and then I'm wondering if all of that went whoop, whoop, over to West End and mm. they just used it again. But yeah, they didn't actually make that's their money back from that. So I wonder if they're like, mm, but Aussies. 
they oh, only geez. go to see cats. So we can't oh, bring Shrek. Cats, and wicked. So let's launch those again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Australian see, audiences have proven that they will see movie remakes. Yes, mm. that's very true. We so are it is fond quite of Mamma Mia. Yes. Are we? Yes. Or do they just keep putting the damn a, thing on and Australia we've got nothing else is. to watch? Australia it sells is. Out. Yes. Australia uh, We like ABBA. Well, yeah, maybe, we like ABBA. maybe they're just waiting for Rob Mills and Lucy Durack to be available. I'm All not right. sure. I could see Lucy well, Durack as Fiona. Yeah. Um, so we should talk a little bit about the production elements that went yes. in that $25 million was spent mm-hmm. on, uh, presumably some pretty amazing effects in the it was staging. It's <laughs> a very specific shade of green. Paint, and that's, why, that's why it was so expensive. It was a, well, it's a very specific shade. Yeah, um, mm. It's different to alphabet green, mm. Shrek green. No, it's yellower, much yellower. Yeah. Yeah, and dirtier. Jaundice. Not as luminescent. <laughs> no, Elphaba, you do see that she's quite sparkly. Would you call mm. it an emerald green? No. Elphaba. I would. Because she has green <laughs> face paint, but then she her highlights are done in silver. Mm, okay. So that her so she looks sharper. Mm. What are Shrek's highlights done in? What yellow. Did, oh god. Yeah. Because mm. he's green and then his highlights are yellow. So it's very it's yeah. like a is it is kind of a more sewery slime, yeah. slimy uh, green. He's a swampy boy. Gross. Yep. So, do you have any more information about that, Stacey? About the production, about the production element style. Um, no, but it's a fantastic production. Well, I mean, I mean, looking does a whole at show it, on his knees. He does. They use, which is... short, they use a cape to hide his um, legs, and they mm. put little booties on his knees, and he has to waddle mm. around the oh stage, gosh. which would be absolutely exhausting, and oh, it's yeah. a really and painful. Oh. Awful. And I think Presumably like, he's got some pretty good yeah. knee Because the original actor yeah. on Broadway, I think he's like six foot four or something. Yeah. He's yeah, a really tall, tall guy. Well, you'd have to be quite tall to be able to pull off the proportion. Mm. Yeah. And not just look like a person who's sitting on it. Especially if you're like an average height person that just happens to have short legs. Yeah. That would look weird. Because <laughs> 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 you've got like a normal torso and just tiny yeah. little, little legs. Stubby legs. <laughs> they also adjust like where the waist of the costume yeah. sits yeah. to try oh. and even that out a little bit. Yeah. So if, that would you, be if you looked at that person on who spends mm. the show on their knees standing up, the waist of their costume is actually like, like stupidly high. Yeah, okay. mm. yeah. To make the legs longer. So he's, yeah, he's got all blacked out and then these little tiny little skinny legs, which one of my favourite bits is when he's sitting on his castle at the start of What's Up, Julek. He's got his legs crossed. <laughs> and, he's oh, just, yeah. he, and then he just like picks up his legs and like recrosses them the other way. And it's just <laughs> hilarious. I've seen a video yeah. of um, his shoe, his foot coming off his leg oh, no! as he walks. And so what he does is he picks up his own leg and starts to use it as a microphone. <laughs> And so he just goes with it. He picks it up and starts singing What's Up, Julog into his severed sort of leg stuff. And he got away with it. It's the one way. Like, it's like, okay, if that happens on stage, everyone knows it's happened. Have fun with it. Yeah. I think the show you can get, you can get away with it. But there's all these beautiful gags, you know, when he comes on with the horse and then there's one bit where mm. he, the actor stands up fully and he's like, his legs running are behind running behind, behind. And so his, his far quad legs are like trampling on people but the actor's like running along behind. It's just, <laughs> oh, just and, clever, clever and funny. And Shrek's prosthetics, of course, are very, very oh, in-depth. Yes. Um, yeah, we've seen some interesting amateur versions yeah, I'll, online. I'll try and put some photos in, in the uh, It looks like leprosy. It looks like the plague. There are cheeks think, and chins falling off. I think as soon as you off. get into amateur productions, I love it. like yeah. it's just those face masks 
do deteriorate you over s- time. People sweat. Mm. It would be a hot yeah. costume and you're going to sweat that. Oh, you'd need a cooling suit on I want to see amateur productions of this just so I can watch Shrek's face fall off in <laughs> big emotional moments of the show. I want to see who I'd be with Shrek's face just melting down his <laughs> just, just Just one cheek yeah. just plops onto the Oh, oh God. <laughs> Love it. Well, well it's Love not it. just Shrek. There's also Fiona and there's yes. a, a ridiculous quick change. Quick change. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So surely she doesn't, like, go full prosthetic I think it's on YouTube. I think you can watch it happen on YouTube. Well, you she can't go full prosthetic. So it's usually there's this combination of lights and uh, and body doubles Mm. as well as quick change. But she has a suit, Um, so the dress is all up to the. If you look in the the video, she's got a big chunky necklace, and that is the cut between her real actual neck and the suit. So it's got like a neck and and chest attached to the dress. So she just goes into the dress. And it's got all the sleeves, yeah. like all uh, the arms clever. and that. And then that's a fake So it's chest. a full bodysuit. Full bodysuit, wow. yep. Yeah, and so then she's got her, her ears face and face and nose. Really and, mm-hmm. and she gets the yeah. nose put on. Yeah, and she gets so green. It's his nose and, and the And, the and she gets green. And a new wig. And she gets green makeup put on yes. in the quick change. Yes, yep. it is wow. insane. Yeah. Just, a, just one of those... Spray. Quick spritz. Yeah, yeah. it would be an airbrush. It would be like... I think she'd have like... You know, yeah, that would everyone be would be nightmare. like, it would, it would have to be powder. Her. You wouldn't be able to apply any, no, any sort not of a wet makeup. It's crazy, crazy. And there's also, you know, the dragon as well. So you've got a big dragon puppet, and at the end, it's come smashing through a, a 25 window. There's so, a 25 foot puppet. Yeah. All yeah. I want in life is a 25 tour. foot dragon puppet. The national nice. tour was know, a, right? a redesigned 25 foot yeah. puppet. So it sounds like they made it bigger well in the original broadway it was like you only really ever saw the front bit of the dragon Mm. so you just saw the neck and the head so it moved it was big and impressive but that was all you really saw and then of course that's what came through the stained glass but in the touring one they had the full body of the dragon which flew with wings that flew around the stage and chased donkey and it was can't wait to see the why didn't we make our money back on this show we only made two dragons <laughs> Stop I feel encouraging like people to not be. to buy 25 foot <laughs> dragon puppets that I can play with. Oh, no, we'll just do what Hairspray did. We'll put an LCD screen up, it'll be great. That's what people want when they go to the theatre television. <laughs> God damn it, I hated hairspray. <laughs> All right, okay. Let's not talk about that. And then let's let's instead talk about... Sorry, did you have something no, else? No, 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 continue. Instead we're going to talk about uh, the Dreamcast. Mm. Okay. Okay. Who's playing Shrek? Brian Darcy. Yeah, yeah correct. He's already done, he's already done he's it. Already he's already done so it. Uh, John good. Goodman, done. John Lithgow, done. I think I would like to see Colm Wilkinson in the role, actually. Oh, okay. Colm Wilkinson. Yes, I know. I'm crazy, but I love him. I love and him I'm too. like, I would Can just... we get him to do his little lilty scream from the end of The Bishop in Les Mis, but at the end of um, Who I'd Be? Well, he's already got that beautiful... Like, yeah, that accent of yeah. I just think. I just Yeah, I love I love him. I'm making fun it. of him, but I love him. Do we him. call it an accent or a lisp? <laughs> he doesn't have a lisp either. either. No, it's just it's magic. The magic of calm. Yeah. Put him in. I Done. wanna see it. Nailed I just wanna see it. Oh, calm it might donkey. be a train wreck. Oh, no, donkey. It's a no, stretch. It's... <laughs> I, no. I kinda want Whoopi as Donkey oh, Whoopi would be great. Or I have Titus Burgess. Uh, yeah, would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be spectacular. It does I want to put Hunter Foster in here somewhere because that's you my goal in do. life. So I reckon as Pinocchio. 
right. not Fiona. You just swap the Fosters out. Oh my. <laughs> that is a bold choice. Strong and wrong, but maybe he could maybe he could be like the alternate for Fiona, like when she unfortunately falls down the stairs and breaks her leg. Think, well, how did that happen? Or the version, maybe? Be perfectly fine as a Shrek. He's old. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, silent. He's silent. He's, I don't know how tall he is. Well, I I've only I've seen him in hmm. urine town. The recordings of him in Urintown, and he's like a really like he's a light, sprightly dude. So that's why I thought more Again, Pinocchio. That was about but fifteen people don't years age. Though I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, as long as he's in the show, I don't mind. Put him as the big sure. bad wolf. No, I'm the. Big I would bad like wolf. to see Titus as Gingy. Oh yeah, yeah that'd be but great. Too. Whatever doubling up of that role would be, I'd mm. love him in Freak Flag. I think the fun casting yeah. is Farquad. That's where you can put. Yeah, that's where you well, can that's where I would fun. put Lithgo. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I like love him to bits. Could John run around the stage on no, his knees? No, absolutely no. not. He's um, in his eighties. Yeah, exactly. But it's yeah. You can. I mean, you can put. Uh, oh my god, I'm having a mind blank. Everyone's favorite person by everyone. I mean, Zane's Nathan cast. Lane. Nathan Lane. Yes, <laughs> he'd be fantastic. Oh, I love um, Nathan. Basically, Lane. you could pick up any of those fantastic classic character actors mm. from Broadway. Pop yeah. them in that role. It's mm. a good cameo role. I mean, it's not a particularly hard sing. Oh, um, well, that I, I guess pretty high, don't you think? Not from memory. Oh goodness, <laughs> I'm just shit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I fair, swore on the pod. I'm, <gasps> I'm comparing it to uh, to Donkey, which is yeah, Donkey high. is quite high. Yeah, yeah. no, um, and I don't think Whoopi could sing it because Whoopi's not. A known singer, okay. um, so I don't think Whoopi could do. But it's get away cast. with not sting yeah. singing. But I do like it, Nathan Lane as Farquaad. Oh, that's be... funny. <laughs> He'd bring that right. sass and that little yeah. bit of femininity that Farquaad has in the musical. Yeah, that's a great cast. I'm trying to think of that guy's name. Sorry for Shrek. Mm. Oh, friend of the show, Patrick Aiken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Patrick, big enough to. You're a farquad. I know. Oh. I'm sorry. I am an absolute farquad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told many times while I was walking hey, in the streets here. Fun fact: um, that took me a very long time to get that joke. I think I got it. like an obscenely long amount of time. I think to I, get you that saw joke. it when you were young. Yeah, and so I think that yeah. is the thing that I was just like, oh, okay, and it just as an ad, it was recently. Yeah, like, I think I got recently. It maybe three I was like, years ago. <gasps> Yeah, oh, I get the John John C. Now. Riley. Okay, yeah. Oh, and yeah. he can yeah. sing. No, I'll, yeah. I'll pay it, I'll pay it. Put him in. Yeah. And I he pops up in movies doing comic roles mm. where and he, that aren't roles. musicals. And then he pops up in yeah. musicals mm. in you know, tragic, sad roles. Mm, he could yeah. do it. I want to see him do a funny sad role. Sad funny role. sad. Yeah. I think yeah. he's yeah. alternate for um Farquad, Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, it would be yeah. a different one. He wouldn't do it, yeah. but like uh, the, uh, the no, dream role. All he does is play the banjo now, now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, I mean, good, good. He does come he back for bits and bits of obscenely paid comedy, but yes. But I feel like we've got a good cast. We haven't talked about cast. Fiona yet. Uh, yeah, I was oh, say, do we have a Fiona? Yeah. Well, yeah. again, Sutton. No, but Brian, I think they got yeah. very close to a perfect cast. I think I had Laura Bell Bundy. Oh, or yeah. Jesse yep. Mueller yeah, yeah, yeah. as She's Fiona. Clever. She's good. Yeah, or Jesse Mueller, who I love, who can do anything in my opinion. I love her. I, I'd prefer Laura. But I Laura think Bell Laura's Bundy. got that like spunky, yeah. zany kind of thing mm. going, given, you know, she originated 
Oh, yeah, she's good at high energy. She's she got can that. do manic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. For depth. Manic That's depth. Mm. Cool. Are we ready to move on to top fives? Oh, definitely. Let's do it. What are we doing? We're talking about top fives. Let's talk top about top fives. fives. Let's do top fives. Oh, I've, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Stacey Hobbs. Go. Top five musicals with a green lead. <laughs> are we counting movie musicals? Because we can get a lot of Kermit in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got... I there still is at least one other. Five. I don't know. Muppets There's Treasure Island is a banger. <laughs> I, I, I reckon it might get in four or five. It's definitely better than Wicked. Wicked isn't on the list. Um, <laughs> oh, we've got dear. four Muppets movies and then we've got Shrek. I don't care about the order. <laughs> so, yes, it's on there. It's on the list. Um, top five animation to Broadway transfers. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's yep. a lot of mm-hmm. Disney. There is. But I think it's still but in the top five. A lot of Disney five. was done quite poorly. I think Lion King, probably number one for me. Beauty and the Beast would be on that list, I think. It would be on the mm. list. Shrek would be above Beauty and the Beast. Definitely. I think Beauty and the Beast didn't Aladdin's add anything the to the story, whereas Lion King is mm. just so... Mm. that the, the form adds so much to it, mm. and Shrek, the, the form adds so much to it as well. Well, yeah, I, animation, I going off that, I put top five movie musical adaptation. Oh, no. Sorry, it's not on the list. Which is going to be... Uh, that's a long list. It's a tougher list. So that's it's a harder list. list. No. Like, it's a good Dirty show. Dirty Dancing mm. transferred really well. <laughs> and Ghost. <laughs> Ghost. Mamma Mia. Uh, oh, no, it was the other way around. No, the other uh, way around. There's yeah. many. I've got... What about uh, top five shows you should do when you're thinking about putting on the school's edition of Into the Woods? <laughs> <laughs> top five musicals... Um, Starring fairy tale characters. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, good. fantastic are there a lot? choice. You've got Into the Woods. Well, there are, there are a lot of like like Hansel and Gretel, like things mm. that have come and gone based on fairy, fairy tales tale musicals, that yeah. haven't like mm. hit and become part of like the Broadway uh, canon. Yeah, a lot of those shows are just kind of like they've got pretty songs and it's mm. like, yep, you made a show. But yeah, it, oh, but well they done. are. They are. There are a lot yeah. of very forgettable adaptations mm. of fairy tales into musicals. But yeah, this is one of the ones that sticks. I'll pay it. Mm. Best mm. animal characters. Milky mm. White, top of the list. I was going to say top five musicals featuring singing, singing animals. Mm. Yeah, mm. donkey. Is it donkey that you're mm. nominating there? Mm. Okay, but think about this. We've got singing rats and bears in Avenue Q. So that's I would put that mm. above Shrek. Oh, there I are a lot not of the best characters. No, though. but we're just talking about shows with singing, <laughs> singing animals. animals. Oh, yeah, and that's so where being... you get into trouble because there's mm. a lot of good shows. Well, that's why Zane my list was, is better. Was nominating specifically donkey. Yes. Well, then I tagged on for singing, okay. singing animals, yes. Uh, what mm. about puppets? What about puppetry? Oh, no, I'm mm. sorry. That's, that's a there are There are a, a lot of really good musicals with puppets. you got Little Shop. you got Have Q. Shrek. Lion King. Lion are they hanging King. out there? Are they all hanging out together in the top five? Shrek would be close. Mm. Close, pretty But close. when I think Shrek, I don't think puppets. Mm. Fair enough. But I do want a 25-foot dragon puppet, please. Anyone um, who is correct. listening to this who can get me a 25-foot <laughs> dragon puppet, I will give you a Where free are you put patron. I'm going to go on the roof. I'll put <laughs> it on the ceiling. Uh, top five shows that really are a lot better than they should be. Top five musicals that are better than the original source material. Oh, there's a lot of memers who would uh, yeah. 
Yeah. This is true, but I prefer the musical. I prefer more the than musical. The movie. Yeah. I don't hate the movie. Yeah, I'm sick of Smash Mouth. <laughs> Smash them in the mouth. Oh my god, violence, please. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. It's a hard one to put on lists because it kind of exists in its own bubble. Because it's so mm. referential what about as well. It's not going to make satirical musicals, is it? No. no. Um, how about Fiona? Are we going to go top five mm. princess characters? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I would. Because it's mm. tough She's to spunky. find a princess character who's that actually is real. got something. Yeah. 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 Can we go through? Can we now? I mean, Cinderella and Into the Woods is a great one. Fiona's good. Who else do we have? Well, Belle isn't on the list. No. Uh, Ariel, I wouldn't put on the list. I wouldn't either. put the Disney princesses on the list. No. Well, oh, they say Frozen. You get like Frozen, we haven't seen it. It opened this week. Well, <laughs> then, then you get like the real princesses. The Anastasia. Like, well, yeah. I was just about to say Anastasia would. I haven't seen the show. Apparently, I, it's no, not that good. I, I, think, I think is she a princess or a homeless girl pretending to be royal? <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. She well, she's she's I think she's still a princess. Spiteful little thing, aren't you, Miranda? Look at you. I think um, that's it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I would also put uh, the top five best growing up song or scenes or montages, whatever you mm. want to call it, of yeah. that. Well, just the one song where you see Fiona grow up. Mm. But even Little Shrek at the start as well. Like yeah. There's some, yeah. This is yeah. probably not going to make it on the list, but thoughts. Top five roles for ensembles. Yeah. It's a fun show for an ensemble. I'm not sure if it would be on that top five, mm. but there's so many shows where the ensemble just, they're kind of in the background and I really enjoy those shows where they get their moments and they get characters and they have fun. Yeah. They that's get characters. This, that's this the biggest thing. This show gives that to an ensemble cast, which I love. I don't know if it's top five, but I appreciate it. I would put it on top five. Okay. And also, harking again back to our Newsies episode, top five March songs. I would put Freak Flag on there. Mm. And that's Ooh. weird because you don't think of it when you think March songs, no. but that's kind of what it is. Mm. They're that's marching a, on the, on the, on the, on the I, king. I'm going to let you put that on your list. I'm putting it on my list. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, arguing. It's on my list. I've got reservations. <laughs> I think one of my favourites A lot of my lists are just sane lists. Beauty and the Beast, that um, uh, mm. we don't like what we don't understand. In fact, it scares us. That March song where they're marching on the castle, I love that. I think that's my favourite moment in that. So much marching anyway. on the castles, isn't it? You've got to well, do it. Kings, what are you going to do? Kill them. All right. <laughs> A couple of slicey boys, get those guillotines out. Let's go. Come on, slicey final boys. top fives. Uh, uh, oh, top I don't have any. five costume challenges. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. The quick changes, Shrek, all those characters, Farquaad, ridiculous. Top five shows you should think twice about doing for that very reason. <laughs> <laughs> top five representations of a dragon. I Lots love I love the trio as a dragon. I love oh, that well, idea. It's mm. not always a trio. I know, but I'm talking Broadway. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Last one, Stacey. I've exhausted mine. <laughs> top I'm five sorry. exhausting <laughs> musicals. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, maybe even top five big sings. I mean, Shrek, I don't know, but that's a big call. But Shrek is, you know, it, there's some big songs in this in this bad boy, but you know, I don't know if it would be in top five, but certainly it's not an easy Show to do. No. Top five short characters. You've got Frankie Valley, who has to be a short character. You've got Park Quad. No, but like there are lots of shows with little. There's lots of shows. Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. There are lots of shows that have a character who has to be short. Has to be short. And I think Park Quad's probably on that top list. The the actor doesn't have to be short, though. No, no, no. But the character, the way they represented it, Gary Coleman, you know, you could. 
you'd ruin it. It'd be Munchkins an unwatchable and... show, but if you could have a taller <laughs> actor. All right, let's please move on to uh, the lessons that we've learned. <laughs> from Shrek, apart from the obvious, which is don't judge a book by its green, ugly cover. (laughs) Uh, I've learned that children's movies have striking similarities to Australia's foreign policy. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. I wasn't expecting your your Peter Dutton. While I was writing those, I was like, oh, my God, this is happening right Right now. now. (laughs) Villains are the same. Everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun little allegories flying around. And in this we, one. Australia, are also far, far away it's from true. all what? the other countries. Miranda, very isolated. You're a genius. I know. <laughs> what, what did you learn? I learnt to steal one of Zane's tropes. Do it, Go steal on. it. Let your freak flag wave. Hooray! Let your freak flag fly. Where I just take a quote from the show. And that's oh, yeah, you do that. <laughs> I've learned that who I'd be. <laughs> I, I think it's that, um, and I tell people all this time, like people are going to talk about you anyway. So you might as well live your best life. You might as well do what you want to do and be yourself yep. because if you don't do that, you're just going to be sad and people are going to talk about you anyway. So yep. people are going to talk, just do you. Just do you. And I think that was, yeah, I think that's what gives it this show this that heart. Mm. It's that, you know, be true to yourself and accept yourself and others will accept you. I think it's... Mm. You know, I think on the, on the same sort of tangent, um, don't try and out-tragedy someone because everyone's dealing with their own stuff. <laughs> like that's the thing, like Shrek and Fiona say, well, oh, my yes. life's worse. And it's like... Mm. Mm. My life's worse. No, it doesn't matter. Life. I was like, come on, you and guys. And that beautiful moment where they come together in that yeah. song, this, um, I think I got you beat. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous mm. writing. But yeah. Isn't it the one with the farts in it? Yes. yes. It gorgeous is. writing. Gorgeous yeah. writing, really gorgeous. beautiful. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Great. They had to do something to lighten the mood when yeah. they're talking about being abandoned mm. by and, their parents. And they could have. <laughs> on and, their birthdays and, and on they Christmas. They could have done anything. But they did that. Uh, you know, I, what else have we learned? Uh, just to make it official, that Donkey is in fact the unsung hero <laughs> of Shrek the Musical. I will pay it. I will pay it. Yeah. I think yeah. as a character, you know, he achieves the most and he's a, he's a good guy. We like but he also kid. moves that, doesn't he? He's that person who kind of moves the story yeah. forward. and, and But without ever advances. stepping out to be like a narrator or yeah. whatever. He's just kind of yeah. like, come on, you know you need to do this. Yeah. Let's get it done. Yeah. Without Donkey, would there be a story? Mm. Mm. Yes, there would. I've, I've learned that. Film to musical transfers can be good. We don't need to always immediately dismiss them, but we probably should. (laughs) (laughs) I think even, like, maybe you could learn that to make a good musical you just need to dig a little deeper Mm. rather than just fan service. That's why Groundhog Day works. Yeah. They don't try and make the movie. Absolutely. This this musical does the same thing. And that's, Mm. yeah, that's two examples that are very different Mm. but have, in fact, done... The exact same the thing. The exact same thing. Yeah. In mm. that they've taken the characters and done a, a more in-depth version of telling their story. Yeah. Mm. And that's, a, that's what sets musicals apart from movies or to a certain extent even plays. That, mm. that old thing of, you know... They when, sing, yeah. When it's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not enough and you, you've got more to um, communicate yeah. and express that you need the extra medium of music. And if you Mm. don't have a reason for your characters to actually want 
to communicate more. That's when songs feel like they're just pasted in. Oh, yeah, mm. let's just slapped get rid of on this. top or yeah. just and um, here's a musical number. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. Um, and I'm all for here's a musical number. Dun, 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 high kicks yeah, and tap love numbers. Those shows. I love those shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but those shows are built within a, a different context. Mm. And if you're going to mm. take something that already works on film and you want to make, make more money out of it yeah. by turning it into a musical, then you're looking at it the wrong way. I've mm. also learned that uh, $25 million is probably a bit too much to budget and try and get a return. <laughs> uh, Even when you have a known entity. Because this show yeah. did yeah. very well. It did yeah. well. It sold well, but they didn't get that $25 mil back. No. No. I guess they were expecting it to run like Lion King or something yeah. and just go on forever. Yeah. I think the other thing I learned is... That and, and this whole show is about turning the fairy tale on its head, mm. and I think they did that really well with Shrek, but also with Fiona, in that she's not just sitting there waiting to be rescued. She and she's this interesting person, and she's she's just as flawed as Shrek. So it's not I don't have to put on this perfect persona. I don't have to be this perfect lady. Yeah. You know, um, perhaps you know we talked about the the fart jokes before but it's it's a girl yeah. making fart jokes on stage like <laughs> who's a princess a princess making fart jokes like that yeah. doesn't happen and it's and also uh, she doesn't overcome her curse to become the beautiful princess no. she overcomes her curse to be, be herself herself yeah yes. embrace herself and yeah. i think that's really Powerful, and I, I'm so thankful that this you know movement is happening. That we're seeing more and more of these types of characters yeah. for for women on, on stage and um, in other mediums. But I just think that's awesome. Awesome. Yay! Are we good? Are I we good with it. those lessons? Yeah. We're solid. Yeah. There's a couple solid. of lessons. Yeah, we got lessons. Mm. Good one. Fairy tales. You're meant to get some lessons from. So I think mm. it, I think it did its job. Yeah. Mm. Well done, Shrek. Well done. Oh, another quickly, oh. another thing I learned uh, every is that um, Shrek the movie has destroyed the morale and careers of Smash Mouth, and it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you can get on when I, when I was doing some were... sneaky research. They are livid about being known now as the yeah. band that did the songs from Shrek. They like always post on their Twitter about how that's ruined their career, and like oh. the lead singer gets in like internet fights with people who are like, "Oh yeah, you're the guys from Shrek," and he's like, "We had albums there before is, Shrek." There is amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Of a radio interview oh, with no. just the guy and he's yeah. basically talking about the new album or something new coming out yeah, and, they, and just whenever he tries to talk about it, Shrek, yeah. the, the producer guy starts playing... <gasps> All stuff. Somebody <laughs> and, and he gets like really yeah. angry, like actually stands no. up and wants to fight the producer. It, for like, doing <laughs> like I'm, I'm laughing about it, but it yeah. has damaged these yeah. people. Oh yeah, and that's funny. <laughs> I feel bad for, them, but for them, yeah. it's yeah. Well, it's, it's no, it's, it's funny. Well, I don't care. <laughs> actually, just basing on that and talking of the internet. The internet has done weird things with Shrek. If you oh, have yeah. hours and if you want to seek into a deep, dark hole. I mean, Shrek is love, um, Shrek is life, go, whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Just, just, that's the lesson, just do it? some Shrek Googling. Shrek, that's, that's literally what <laughs> Yeah, Shrek is. Oi, Shrek. Mm, it is. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so Shrek and Tumblr have a very beautiful relationship. Worth well, I'm getting the wrap-up lessons. from Zane, so we're going to have to leave it there. Don't blame me for this. No more lessons. I well, did, the, I did I run do. long. I blame you for yeah. the passing of time, okay? <laughs> if I want to sit here and talk about the internet and Shrek and, and say, I'll wrap Shrek. it up, Miranda. Oh the show's God. gone long enough. All right, Pull Patrick. It Sorry. 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 All right, so we're all done. We've talked about Shrek. We covered it, baby. 
Well done, everybody. Covered Thanks it. for bringing Shrek in, Stacey. Oh, I love talking welcome. about Shrek. You're very welcome. I love it as well. So yeah. I really think it's one of the like dark horses of musical theatre because mm. it's because it gets kind of like oh, it's just Shrek the musical. And yeah, like, it's just another one of those movies. No, but you don't understand. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> well, and it didn't have that time of like uh, it wasn't after the whole Shrek no, phenomenon. It, was it, mm. the phenomenon. it came right out in the when middle. The third film came out, so it. You can understand why people would go, mm, cash grab, and it was a cash grab, but it was a good one. Mm. Well, it wasn't a good cash grab because they lost money on it because I had oh, yeah. my mill. But anyway, it was a good show. But some it really great performers got some work yeah. out of it. So that's and important. Lord knows Employment. Sutton Foster needs the work. Oh, yes. Brian Darcy James is begging on the streets of New York. <laughs> You don't know what he does with his life. Well, we know that Shrek got him Hamilton. Yes. That's yeah. canon. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well, this yeah. was fun. Um, anything Can you me. want to share with us, Stacey? Oh, do you mean just generally just in my generally, life? Well, yeah. I've been thinking Julie a lot wants to know. <laughs> what, what, what perfume do you wear? Um, any morning rituals she should know about? Uh, my daily commute to work. Oh, just any catchphrases you might have, family members' <laughs> names, that kind of stuff. All oh, that aside. Bless. All that aside. Well, musically... Um, at the moment, I'm in rehearsals for Les Miserables, oh. which is Kim Brown's favourite show, I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, which Savoyards are doing in June, um, which is good. It's nice to be on stage yeah, again. We'll put a put a link yeah. uh, to tickets on the, in the show notes. Yeah, right? which is fantastic because I, I haven't been on stage for quite a while, so I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to be up there again. I'll be um, one of the lovely ladies. What's going on? Who I am. We? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm in the ensemble, so I will find Ooh, out I, which. You um, might be a lovely lady. It's I might be. I, well, I very likely will Milk be. It. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's such a good ensemble mm. show. So a lot to do. Um, a yeah. lot to and do. You won't have to shave your hair, so which is you know a plus. You could, yeah, yeah. Look, I could, There's I could wigs. take that option. We've got wigs. <laughs> We've got, I've got them right now. Would you like to see my solution? <laughs> um, no, I've got, I've got plenty of wigs myself at home <laughs> just for my daily. Yeah, are, are you paying? Are you paying attention, Julie? <laughs> <laughs> I could be Julie. We could, we could swap lives. It could be a thing. Um, but um, other than that, I um, do a lot of stuff with Prima. I'm the president there, so we are um, in the we are producing um, our 2000s theatre restaurant at the moment, which is good, good fun. Going through all the music of the 2000s, which was pretty great. That was like my. Oh, that decade was my teenage, was early twenties. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah, around that time. Oh, are they, they're mm. the band from Shrek, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they did that, that monkey song. Ah, oh, from Shrek. Yeah. So yeah, so that's good fun. And coincidentally, we're actually producing Shrek. <gasps> oh my gosh! I know. What a, what a surprise! Well, like you were saying before, Miranda, when it came up for rights. Um, yeah, I was, no, I was no, like, no, no. as soon when? as that comes up when? When? in October. the plug? In October, October this, this year. year. Yeah, October this 2018. year. Yes, Shrek correct. the musical by Prima. Shrek the mus- yeah, yeah. Prima. 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 Yes. Prima. Oh, my Prima. God, sorry. Sorry, yeah. people call us Prima. Prima. That's fine. Yes, uh, at Redcliffe Cultural Centre. At Redcliffe Centre. Cultural Centre. Yeah. So 2018, October. Get your tickets. Book in early. Get excited, yeah. people. Yeah. Audition. Because Patrick's probably yes. going to be in it. I'm auditioning for Donkey. We already explained you're a fuckwad. Yes. <laughs> and on um, that note, let's mm, wrap mm. this baby up. So mm, thank you very much, Stacey Hobbs. Thanks, Stacey. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Patrick, for filling in oh, for don't Julie. Bri- Look, I had the spirit of Julie in me. <laughs> I felt it. I, I was cruel. It. I was yeah. cruel. <laughs> Thanks, Sane. 
Thanks, Miranda. Thanks for thanking me and thank you for doing this. It was my pleasure. <laughs> um, if you would like to experience more pleasure mm. of the MTMEIK oh, right. variety, oh, okay, right. <laughs> you can check us out on Patreon.com, throw us a couple of marks, dollars a month, mm. and uh, you'll get extra Or a couple of mugs. I thought you said throw us a couple of mugs. I was like, that's going to hurt. Just a few mugs just Look, right we're taking us. anything. Go to Patreon.com. There's a couple of options of what you can pay with. And we might give you some us. stuff back. Mm. Uh, you can also check us out and all of our brother and sister podcasts at that'snotcanonproductions.com, our home on the web. We're on Facebook, Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You can tweet us at Musicals Teach Me or send an email to, well, I guess, Patrick, are you checking it while Julie's not here? Oh, no, I'm writing the letters though. Oh, okay. Uh, Musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com if you've got anything else to say. Uh, you subscribe. Rate, review, do all those things, do the usual. Tell your friends. Mm. Tell your friends. A little Julie moment we're having us. right now. Link us to people. The Twitter, mm. at Musicals Teach Me, I feel like Julie would notice this, it looks like it says, at Musical Steach Me. And that's interesting. That's a fun fact for everyone. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Type it Dear, into Twitter yourself, see what he's talking I'm about. I'm going to write a letter to uh, this podcast, Dear Dudes. Your <laughs> Twitter handle looks like Musical Steach Me. Which isn't a word, doesn't make any sense. Oh, well. I, I, it sounds we to me Julie, like he's saying she? musicals teach me and that's what it is. So uh, <laughs> tell your friends. Ding, This has been another episode of Musical Tell Me Everything I Know. Brought Thanks. to you by Broadway voice. We'll, <laughs> You're uh, just like, click. He's got a, we'll, uh, we'll wave goodbye to Stacey <laughs> as I fade everyone else out of the mix. <laughs> Bye. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy-looking bartender. And uh, I will to crime. What? I will to crime. Oh, crime. I'm proficient. I assist. Sweet. I will to crime with advantage. Okay. All right. What crime exactly are you committing? Uh, to steal the hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back. <laughs> Laura Disorder is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where the worst kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. It's a whole thing. We're not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at that'snotcanonproductions.com or find Laura and Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 